Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're watching Dyson Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play Nines at Tabaxi Bard, and I did it right this time. <laughs> I'm Nicole Bates, and I play Soria Ansul, the Changeling Druid. And I'm Greg. I'm playing also Ralph, the Furbog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. Um, couple of announcements. Uh, first off, uh, special. Why don't you talk about the upcoming special? Oh, you didn't I, assign anyone. I didn't assign anyone. So, uh, Greg, you talk about the upcoming special. We are going to have a two-part Halloween special on Halloween weekend. Uh, streaming on Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Um, probably the regular time on Sunday, 2 o'clock, right? What are we going to do on Saturday? Same? Um, I think we might actually push it back a little later because it's it spooky. Darker and spooky. Uh, yeah, we'll wait like till a little spooky later. spooky is it? It'll be as spooky as you can make it. This, this will so, be a I spooky guess special. extremely spooky. A spooky special. <laughs> yeah, uh, this, uh, this will be a little bit, a little bit darker. Then we run the actually quite a bit darker than we run the campaign. That's right. Not this is going to be a real horror on, setting. Right? Yeah, using Ravenloft. Oh uh, yeah, we'll be using Literally. some Ravenloft rules around a um, kind of a homebrew setting, and they will be playing. Uh, we'll give some previews, but playing teenagers. Ooh, teenagers! <laughs> the spoopiest of the age groups. Uh, so it yeah. wasn't. We will have <laughs> We'll have more about that over the coming weeks as we tease some info. We'll be recording it fairly soon, and after we record it, I can start teasing out some uh, scenes, little teasers and screen grabs from it. Mm -hmm. I th we're gonna try to do a few costumes, like costuming. Like, try. Like costume. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Might be dyeing some people's hair. It'll be kind of fun. Um, so that's the first announcement. The second announcement is that we are continuing to be sponsored by Geekified. That's what we talk about every week. Geekified, of course, is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa, taking online orders and in-store for all your tabletop role-playing game needs. Uh, their website is under construction and has been for a little bit. So if it's not up right now, Please uh, pardon their dust while they're working and cleaning the website up. We do have a link that will work once the website is back again, and that is uh, geekify.us forward slash discount forward slash Dyson Dungeons. Using that link, we'll get you 5% off of your first purchase, and each purchase does help support us, so we thank you when you buy that. Um, I have ordered, and if you haven't, you might want to. The... Uh, Wild Beyond the Witchlight. It's a limited art cover. And it's really cool. It's not here yet. And I'm really geeking out about getting it. Um, you love the limited art covers. I love the limited art covers. They always do a really good job with it. And this one's super cool. If you guys haven't seen it, you should go take a look. And we're trying. I'm not, no guarantees yet, but we're trying to work out a giveaway. For Wild Beyond the Witchlight. So if we're able to work that out, um, we will tease more about that once we know. But maybe we're trying. Uh, thank you, Geekified, as always, for your continued sponsorship. And 
thank you everyone for shopping through there. I think that's the announcements we have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, then Dungeoneers, let's roll. All right, everyone, welcome back. Last week on Dyson Dungeons, the party set sail aboard the Stinky Badger, sailing southward along the Glendrangian coast towards the city of Krebstadt. After a few days' travel, they ran aground on a mysterious sandbarge rumored to be the long-lost crypt of the pirate captain, Ira. Our group took the opportunity to go ashore and venture forth into this mysterious dungeon where they got dinged by a couple of traps and now find themselves in combat with a slew of skeletons. And that is where we rejoin them right as battle is commencing. So there is your battle scene. You are fighting eight skeletons. One of the skinny minis that are down there is actually the captain. Bob. Well, Seth, arm yourself. We're commencing battle with up to eight skeletons. So he's on your Isn't side. Isn't there really like 12 skeletons on the field then? Uh, <laughs> yes. Maybe, yeah. Do you, do Tabaxi have skeletons? Yes, we have best skeletons. Oh. Cool. Our skeletons have tails. <laughs> You'll have to show me sometime. No, that's hard. <laughs> I have uh, rolled for everyone's uh, initiative on the skeleton side. If you guys can just give me yours. I was at 18. Perfect. 20. I was also an 18. I think you have higher decks than me, though, so you probably get to go first. I have a two decks. I have a one deck, so. Then I do get to go. All right. Who has the roller decks? Uh, first up. Roller decks. <laughs> uh, skeleton, where is number three down there? Right next to nines. Right next to nines. That's the one that I don't nines like him. through the skull. If I remember. Nines, you were holding that skeleton's skull. He threw it behind And him. threw it behind you, right? Yes. Probably okay. hitting also. Um, roll, roll a d20 and add your strength modifier to it. 
That's going to be a nine, the best number. Okay. <laughs> All right. So on brand. Then um, when you toss the skull, it went basically just behind you and bounced off of Ulseth's shoulder is now in between the two of you. That's where that skeleton's skull is. And Nines, you should be more careful with those toys. <laughs> it's not a toy, it's a skeleton. <laughs> Number three is going to move around nines and go in between uh, right there, right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's going to use his full action to reach down, grab his skull, and put it back on his head. Any chance for a reaction, I can just kick the skull away? Um, You are... You're not close enough on the initiative track to have that. So I'm going to say no on this one, because he's not triggering an attack of opportunity, since he's not leaving your hitbox. So that is that skeleton's full turn, is to just go around, pick up his skull, and put it back. Do they Where still belongs. have, like, glowing red eyes, or are they just empty, lifeless sockets? All of these skeletons have just empty, lifeless sockets. There's nothing going on. None of them... I, I know we only have so many skinny minis, and some of them look, like, super magical and amazing, and actually, none of them seem to have any very supernatural elements other than being, like, a walking skeleton. They don't seem to um, emanate any sort of magical auras or glowing uh, but, eyes. But they're, where they but they're able to find their own head. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying they're I mean, not magical. They're I'm trying to give you a can, visual. I mean, idea. they can. They have empty, lifeless sockets, so they yes. can't see anything. Well, they and see then through he magic. Lost his head, so it doesn't even have the lifeless well, empty sockets to not see things with, and it found its head. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, it's magic. <laughs> 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 Just wanted to be sure. Yeah, also, I wasn't missing something. I'll give you a crash course in necromancy after we've killed all of these. These are We're already I, dead. These are pretty <laughs> <laughs> double well, dead. So we killed them again. It's great. Pretty standard skeleton rules, really. You know, knock the head off. It just goes and picks it up. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the that gag. Is standard the skeleton yeah. gag. Well, it's um, good to know that, then I'm not going to waste my time cutting their heads off. No, you basically have to smash them to bits. So, uh, on that note, well, Seth, it is your turn. Um, well, I'm already, uh, let's see. Let, let me get flanking on number three. So you want to, like, dodge around me? Yeah, I think that'll like work. That. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to um, not, I'm not going to bother with non-lethal damage because they're already dead. So that would be kind of dumb, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be total. I don't think they're going to tell us anything or. No. That would be kind of worthless. You don't to want do to foment revolution? But I wanted to just. In the skeletons? You, who are Ishmaela, I yeah. just want to be sure that we are not attempting non-lethal damage on these already lethalized creatures. I mean, <laughs> lethalized. <laughs> No, I think it's fine. They're they're on bed. Okay, I will raise Gatiralar and attempt to cut its legs off. Well, can I make a medicine check to make sure they're dead? <laughs> <laughs> on your turn, you may, if you wish. Okay. So. 
That is uh, 22. Oh, that definitely hits, yeah. Okay. And that does uh, seven cutting legs off damage. All right. Do you want to make another attack? Well, I want to see what happens when I hit it. I mean, you smash its legs pretty good, and like splinters and things fly all over the place. It's still standing. But, a shaky. You know, it's a little shaky, and you've thrown bits of bone and fragments it's, of cloth in places. Does one leg hurt more than the other? Um, you know, it's would that be the right leg is a little more beat up. You caught okay. that one. I'll, I'll a raise bit a kashalar then, and uh, beat on the right leg. Okay. The uh, you know, with the beating part of the hilt. Yeah, yeah, you're you're using the knuckle duster element of your weapon. Yeah, that seems to work pretty well. That's a pretty good trick. Um, six fifteen. That'll hit, yeah. D fours are hard to pick up. Six. I do six. Alashalar, bludgeoning damage to his already wounded dead right leg. When you. Uh, bring your knuckle duster down on it. Basically, you're kind of punching well, it I from behind. I should do it this way. I switched hands, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you swapped. Hand, there now. we go. Yeah. yeah. Like the rest of the uh, party. Mm-hmm. You bring that down, and you basically, because the angle you're at, you're kind of going from behind its knee, mm-hmm. and you just smash your knuckles down, burst right through the leg. It's uh, bones just shatter. Does the patella go flying and rolling? Oh, yeah. It's like splinters of bone fragments go flying all in the direction that you had punched. It hits nines in the back, the captain in the back. Some of the other skeletons are getting fragments. There's little bits of bone everywhere. And like it even shatters up into the pelvis and just and the thing just falls over and kind of crumples into a little pile of bones. And the... I mean, as dead as a skeleton can be. And it's like in this pile of bones. (laughs) Should I remove it? I I kick you you in the head by proxy. Its skull is still kind of like, it's like chomping a little bit, but nothing else is moving. You may play with that later. Nothing else is moving. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um... You moved only like 10 feet, so yeah. you could move somewhere else. Yeah, I, I could. I don't think I've used my uh, action surge since I rested last, but. Uh, I don't believe you uh, have. But I think I might save it and see if we get into trouble. I'm going to go and move between the yellow one and Ishmaela. Like here? Yes, there. Perfect. All right. That the rest of your turn then? Uh, that's all. Nines, you're up then. All right. Um, the uh, thing that turned us into skeletons is that within. Where is that? I think it's like outside, it's outside here, this door. outside this door over yep. here. It is outside the door, way back in the hall. And did the door close on me? Oh yeah. Yeah. When that, when you walked into the center of the room and went. And all of you were de-skeletonized. Mm-hmm. The doors. Uh, the doors went. Poof, Did we hear an you. ominous? This is like some sort lock, of trap. Or... 
Uh, you didn't hear that when that happened, but there was some fairly loud thudding, which is my way of saying that's entirely possible that it did lock, but you don't know one way or the other if it did. All right. Well then. I could find out. That's a good use of my turn. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to hear the insult comedy of skeletons. That's right. I can insult them based on their skeletonness. <laughs> well, first thing I'm going to do is I need to particularly inspire. Oh, I don't know. Let's do the captain because old stuff doesn't seem to have any problem hitting things. All right. <laughs> really? That's what yes. scary skeleton. <laughs> and there's a green one near me, right? Yeah. Yes. Walk me over there. And I'm gonna bring out old Thumper. Oh, oh yeah, you have a big giant mace. That's right. Yeah. That and I'm going good. to try. I'm trying to hit its head towards the gray one. This one, the purple one. No, the other one on the other side. Oh, over here. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna try to swing the club and try to hit a skull that way. Mm. Kind of like. Babe Ruth pointing to where the home run's gonna go. I'll go that way! <laughs> and I rolled a dirty 20. Right. And what were you using to do this? Old uh, Thumper. Old Thumper, right. Very good. Which is a great club. Uh, dirty 20 hits. It is a great club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that is four. And that's going to be six damage. Hmm. Perfect. Is it bleeding? <laughs> the thumper? Uh, yeah, what? I should put some blood on that skeleton, right? Yeah. When you swing old thumper, you wind up and go BAM! And you crack the skull clean in the side, and it just goes <laughs> kind of spins around <laughs> until it, it is stops facing backwards, and then it grabs it and turns it around to face you and just goes, No, that's wrong! You're supposed to go over there! <laughs> and that's what happens when you swing with old Thumper. And that's gonna end my turn. Alright. Uh, Soria, you are up next. And then uh, we have a whole bunch of skeletons because mm -hmm. you guys all rolled in a cluster. Alright, I am going to cast, uh, want my little rose thorn and cast thorn whip on the green one from where I'm standing. The Lashing good. out All the right. one that is engaged with nines. Yep. And I rolled a nat one um, <laughs> plus seven, so a total of eight. You find it difficult when reaching out with your thorn whip to just like get the target right. It's fairly narrow and you judge it a little bit off and it lands next to it and misses. I'm used to things with uh, flesh. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. um, Alright, given that, I'm going to just sort of step over here as yeah, right there, as far away from everything as I can. Actually, one more step. Right in here. Just hide in here. <laughs> um... And I'm going to hold off on any bonus actions, so I'll end my turn. 
Okay. Then we run into a whole bunch of skeletons all at the same time. There we go. The first one up is actually the one that you have been... Uh, oh, no, I'm wrong. The first one up is the purple one over there. Number six. Yep. All right. And that one... It takes its bow, which uh, it is. I think that one actually is holding a bow. How convenient. Yeah. That one takes its bow, draws back, and lets loose an arrow towards nines. Uh, 22? Uh, I think 22 is definitely going to beat my AC. All right. That does seven damage to you. Ooh. What? And, <laughs> you, need, you need to scream in agony. <laughs> Oh, that sucked. <laughs> sucked and full of arrows. Then I'm quivering right here. Oh. <laughs> hey nines, free yes. arrow. <laughs> free arrow. <laughs> Maybe you need to fletch some help. Oh. Then uh, number where's he really seven? took me down a notch. Seven. That guy back there. At least they got to the point quick. He also has a bow, uh -huh. although it doesn't look like he does. He also has a bow, draws back, and I'm guessing a 12 is not going to hit you, Soria. No. Okay. Yeah, his arrow goes wide, bounces off that pillar, and lands. Hits, uh, hits nine. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Uh... Which one is that? That is that one, the blue one. Mm -hmm. Draws back his bow. Which is all these bows? Yeah, there's all, they're all armed for an actual <laughs> ambush. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Huh. Does an 18 break your AC, Ulseth? Uh Yes, it does. It's 15. Then you take four piercing damage from that one. Number five... Instead of drawing back a bow, which is the one right in front of Ulseth, mm -hmm. chooses to swing out at you. Uh, this one goes wide and bites nothing but air, clashes down next to you, sparking on the floor a bit. Was that a slashing weapon? It was. Well, then I'm going to raise Alashalar and attempt to disarm it. Very good. If I'm really lucky, I might... Disarm it. <laughs> All right. Want to be the first time. <laughs> oh, like disarm, disarm. And if you wouldn't mind explaining for viewers, because it's been a while, how your disarm on your special weapon works. Well, I have a notch on my hilt and any slashing weapon I can catch and attempt to twist out of the uh, opponent's grip. If it's missed you. If it's missed me. Yeah. As a reaction. Yeah, yeah. as a reaction. So this is yep. my reaction. I'm attempting to disarm. If I'm successful in disarming, I get an attack of opportunity as well. And for the viewers, what are the conditions of success? Um, it's a disarm attack, so I imagine I attack, right? Yep. Yep. You and then they match. Well. They have to make a strength check, a strength save, I believe, to mm -hmm. match. That is correct. Trying to do that little bit of educational um, stuff we like doing not here. Not too good. 13. All right, so let's... DC of 13 on a skeleton. Now, this might surprise you. Skeletons aren't known for having a bunch of strength. A lot of muscle mass on a skeleton. Uh, yeah. What are they known for? Uh, 13, you said? Yes. 
uh, surprisingly, the skeleton manages to kind of twist out of your catch as it's pulling its sword back and keeps its weapon. Oh, wow. oh that, it made the that's save. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is I unfortunate. Didn't roll very well on that. Uh, number one is going to close in. That's the white base. Yep. Number one is going to close in towards the captain and is going to attempt to swing at him. And that's a nat 20. So... It's like how doing some healing. Bob, the, duck! <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, ah! <laughs> that is... Bob. Ouch. That's a bunch of damage. All right. Uh, I'm rolling well, and that does mean bad things for, you know, everyone. So <laughs> we're not going to have that giveaway soon, are we? Um, the captain takes a big old swing of the sword into his shoulder, and uh, it looks like he's actually pretty hurt from this one. There is a quite a bit of blood coming off, and it looks like his shoulder might be dislocated. Hope oh, that hurt a great deal. <laughs> I'm not such a fan of that. Which then brings up uh, the skeleton right in front of Nines, who swings out. 21 should break your AC, yeah? Why can't I get these Olsef rolls where they do like. 13 or 11. You take three slashing damage as its sword swings out, catches you just across the front. And then number eight over there draws his bow back, aiming at the captain, releases the arrow, and it goes wide and sails uh, into nines. <laughs> and sails between everyone, bouncing off the pillar next to Ulseth. So. That now brings up the captain's turn, and he's he's kind of pissed. He turns around to face number one, draws his uh, pistol that you've seen him use once before, and says, well, a good day to you too. And Okay, well, even the captain is apparently taking the benefits of my good rolls, because that's another nat 20. <laughs> another one of these days. Really. It, apparently. Uh, Do you have Dromar's dice this time? Apparently, mm -hmm. Dromar's dice wound up with me, and that... You see a charge build up at the front of his pistol, which is, as you know, Ferventech. It starts glowing red and then turns into this white swirling ball of energy and he pulls the trigger, releases it, and this almost perfect circular uh, groove is carved completely out. The skeleton's head and most of its torso is gone as its arms fall down and this perfect circle cut in its ribcage remains and it just falls to the ground. I don't like you. And that takes the captain's turn. Which is one of those. By getting incredibly lucky. And now it's Nine's turn. Run away. Turn? 
Yeah, uh, sorry, all Seths, not Nines. Thank you. Um, let's all see. Seth. If I go to help Nines, I get a, I provoke an attack of uh -huh. opportunity. Yes. I know. So I will, I will raise Katiralar and attempt to annihilate this skeleton as I did the last. And that's five. eleven. Right. Uh, eleven. Eleven does not. Hit. Of course not. So I will raise Alashalar and say, <laughs> "Let's hope this goes better." Let me inspire you. It's a sixteen. A sixteen is better and does hit, so yes. it went better. Doing seven Alashalar smashing damage. Using your knuckle duster again? Yes. All right. Then. When you do that, uh, you bust through the side of the skeleton. Now, one of its arms just goes flying off. It's weapon arm? But, no, not, no, not his weapon arm. Um, but he can't use his bow. Because a bow requires mm -hmm. the, like something to hold it and something to pull it. And he's missing one of those elements right now. He can the, use his feet. Uh, I've the, seen it done. the skeleton is not going to be too well equipped to use his feet in this situation, as just a skeleton. So, it, you have done a boatload of damage to this thing that is still standing. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, yeah, I'm going to use my action surge and try to dispense with this. All right. So I will uh, I will try with Katiralar again. Even though it's kind of pukey. Oh, that time it's 21. Well, that'll definitely hit. And it does. Five, five pathetic little gigantic sword damage. Uh, that's more than enough, though. When you swing out with your big-ass sword, you just smash its skull into dust. And it goes... And when you do that, actually, all the rest of its bones fall to ash oh. as well. Anything else you want to do? I would like to do that again. That was very <laughs> effective. <laughs> um, I can move now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to move to... Number two. Um, I think nine is in really deep trouble here. Maybe. Um, how much? You took seven damage, nines? Ten. Uh, yeah, a total of ten damage. Total of ten. And also, I took damage from traps along the way. Oh, so you're not feeling great. No, I feel terrible. I'm being attacked by skeletons. Nines is just a little, little worse can, for wear at I the moment. I can move one, two, three, four, I can really five. be bound here. I can move here. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. 30, like that. Like that. At least attract attention. All right. Now the guy, this guy, should be able to hit me because of the pillar. You would at least have at bare be... minimum three quarters cover, if not more. Yeah, I would say that that's three quarters cover. Yeah, the same thing with the guy on the other side. Yeah. And this guy over here. So that's a good spot to be. For the moment, yes. Yeah, I'm going to like that spot for the moment. Okay. 
then with that, it is now Nine's turn. Uh, if I drink a potion, does that provoke an attack of opportunity or no? Mm, no. Sure. No, you're not leaving the hitbox, so you're fine. Yeah. Then uh, that is what I'm going to do because I have three HP. <laughs> All right. That'll take your action. Is there any bonus action you'd like to take? Uh, inspire Olsef. I just don't know what to play, so I'm just going to hit notes on my instrument because I am in great deal of pain. (laughs) (laughs) That was very painful inspiration. Thank you, Nine. Nicely done. (laughs) Avenge me, Olsef. Well done. I will do that. Okay. Are you gonna take any movement? I mean, I know you trigger uh, an attack. If you... I am not moving. I just have to get some dice so I can actually see how much HP I get. All right. Well, you're rolling your healing. Uh, sorry, why don't you go ahead and All right. start your turn. I have two possible options here. I can try and heal up nines, or I can try and take out those two far skeletons pretty quickly. I recovered six HP, so I have a total of nine, if that makes you decide. Nine says nines. Nine says nines. I think getting rid of the skeleton yes. archers is valuable. Yes. So I'm going to say you're all very dear to me and turn into an elk as a bonus action. Okay. Which is a large beast with 50 movement speed. And I'm going to, so wild shaping into an elk is a bonus action. Move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, or yeah, 25. When you when you get the ability to turn into large animals? Oh, it's it's based on challenge rating. Oh, okay. As wild shape. See, all right, very good. Yeah. And an elk, although big, has a low CR. Yep, half a quarter CR. Yeah. And now I'm going to use the rest of my movement to make a charge against this one. (laughs) Okay. Charging with my giant elk antlers, moving at least 20 feet straight forward to a target. When I make a ram attack, it will do extra damage. And they'll have to make a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. All right. Um, Nice. That's a... 19 to hit that definitely hits and that's number seven right and that will do oops uh nine bludgeoning damage for the first part and then it does an extra 2d6 and i rolled another six and a three so it does nine more bludgeoning damage 18 as i just charge this skeleton (laughs) with my horn as, as you do so, <laughs> just obliterate um, our antlers. Yeah, this this skeleton. Uh, I'm gonna game mechanic function sort of be damned a little bit here, or uh, to illustrate the battle a little bit better. You actually go bursting through to the other side of that guy and move an additional ten feet beyond him, through him, that thing is just... It it looks like someone took a whole bunch of, like, loose foundation powder for, like, makeup and just went with it. I'm a white elk now. Are are there two legs just still standing? 
Sure. <laughs> yeah. Are my antlers the full of bones? They're all just dust. <laughs> They're all dusted. You obliterated that thing. Um, that's all my actions, though, so. Okay, well done. Oh, is that all you can do? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go for that other skeleton archer next turn. Okay. Um, purpley over there. Right. You know, looks, draws back his bow again, taking aim at the captain, and is going to connect, hitting and dealing another solid blow into his shoulder. So he's got another arrow. Well, uh, the first one was a sword attack, so this one is just an arrow sticking at the back of his shoulder. Oh, I really don't like any of these stupid skeletons. Oh no, they seem pretty smart. Yes, how do you know that they are stupid? Have you tested them? <laughs> oh good, I'm glad that we didn't leave the peanut gallery behind. Wonderful. I want a peanut now. <laughs> yes, you are. I want a peanut too. Uh, number two. Yeah. Not having a good line of sight on uh, anybody. <laughs> Yeah, for number two, everyone would have at least half cover here. So number two is going to move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like everyone currently has at least half cover, I think, uh, based on line of sight for number two. Mm -hmm. So number two is going to move out towards the captain. One, two, three, four. Going to right next to the captain and taking a swing at him. And his attack kind of thrusts out with this rusty, degraded sword, and the captain parries it away with his blade, which is the first time that you've seen him use a blade, actually. And... Well, uh, this is the first time I've seen you use blade! <laughs> well, I'm a multi-talented individual. I see that! You also have lots of arrows sticking through you. We're like twins! <laughs> By my kind, I only have the one, but point well taken. Uh, the skeleton now in front of nines is up, and that one, uh, apparently feeling a bit shaky from, I don't know, battling here, swings out, misses, and uh, just clips the table with its sword, just clang right off the side of that thing. Was and it then, attacking nines or me? Uh, that one is attacking nines. Oh. It's nice that one of them decides to miss. Number eight over there, the last one, comes around and makes his way towards Ulseth. Uh, not going after me. <laughs> no, you're you're at such a distance that... I thought I had a bow. <laughs> it does, but you're at such a distance that it doesn't feel confident in this. Especially wow, not... Do even the skeletons have confidence issues? Uh, especially not after I watched like one of its away. companions yeah. get dusted. And it decides to take a swing at Ulseth. And that is a 16 to hit. Does that break your AC? Uh, yes, just. All right. And you take five slashing damage. Or sorry, piercing damage. Hmm. Now the captain is back up. Oh, 
I really don't like any of you at all. Not even a little. And he moves towards uh, number four and kind of boxes number four in, but pulls out, like takes aim with his pistol at number eight. Did and he provoke an attack of opportunity from two? Uh, yeah, he would have. So I will see if that hits. Thank you. No. That that'll miss widely. Thank you for reminding me of that. And if we if we, we die if he gets knocked unconscious, we can search his body for ID. <laughs> <laughs> and he lets out. Another... You can assume his identity, just like you did with. <laughs> he lets out another blast with his gun, and um, that hits the skeleton in the side, blowing off one of its arms but the skeleton remains standing. And that ends his turn, bringing it back up to Ulseth. Okay, I'm flanking uh, that one between uh, between me and uh, nine, so I raise my totally ineffective Kachiro <laughs> main hand weapon. That's because this offhand. is your main hand now. It is now, yes, but I do that anyway, and make an effort to with the flat side of the blade smash right through it uh and get an 18. that will hit right doing uh nine and you're targeting number four uh that one yep yeah nine katira are whacking damage when you bring your blade across broadside it uh, throws pieces of bone and just starts to crumble its skeleton falling to the ground and its head left kind of like the first one like another toy for you nine (laughs) you could have a matching pair put them on your shoulders (laughs) yes you could (laughs) is there anything else you'd like to do um well, I'm right next to number eight. Yes. So you could go after Can him. I uh, use my second attack, a Lashalar, and whack yeah, him? Yeah, you sure can. I am going to do that. Getting uh, 11. That doesn't. That will <sighs> not hit. has failed me. <laughs> Don't you have uh, inspiration still? Oh, I do. Oh, but you already know the result. Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. So that brings up nines. It's not your turn. I'll go so after how, two, so. So how, how is, how beat up is the captain right now? How, how bad does he look? Ooh, rough. Worse than nines. <laughs> Ab- about the same. Maybe a little worse. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm standing right next to him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Captain, you look terrible. You should feel better. And I just slap him on the uh, <laughs> on his, his bleeding wounded. arm and hit him with a uh, cure light wounds or cure wounds. <laughs> oh, that feels so good. <laughs> it does. He actually recovered twelve. Wow. Wow. Did you roll like max healing there? Yeah, I rolled Bang. a rolled an eight on there. 
That's the most wonderful pain I've ever felt. Owie-ish, sort of. I'm confused. <laughs> Let's keep hitting him. I'm not going to inspire anyone else right now. You seem to be hitting him easily enough. Except also, <laughs> who forgot. <laughs> Surya, it's your turn. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, turning and charge straight 25 there with my full 50 movement to ram into number two. All right. So go ahead and roll. A dirty 20 to hit. Or no, hit. 21 to hit. That, that'll hit too. Um, well, the 20 hits, but not the 21. That is eight bludgeoning damage and then another only four from the... Ram, so... When you... Twelve. Uh, As I hear a galloping, I turn to see where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> you see a crazed elk charging down. Right at you, actually. A, a crazed elk that sounds a little bit more like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> elk, elks are, like, hard. They just sort of scream. Yeah, they do. They do. You don't want so, to do that. More like a demonic scream, I guess, would be happening. <laughs> with a gallop. Yeah. It sounds horrifying. When you do that, I'm going to continue kind of going with the cinematic, the visuals well, here. The way I want to ram, I want to do like one of those like low and like sweep up rams. With... All right. Um, when you do that, you uh, shatter all of its leg bones, throwing it up in the air. You've now got its like skull and it's uh, tibia and fibia and like bits of its hand like all oh, rattle up in your antlers. And I just want to look down at nines and go <laughs> and like all the bone dust coming out of my nostrils and stuff. And it's uh... Neat! <laughs> it's it quite... Oh, it's okay. very dead, yes. Alrighty. Then that... The, the next one that's up is uh, the number eight. Okay. And number the brown base. eight swings out 15 at Ulseth. My AC is 15. So oh, yeah. that wins. Because in fifth edition, it attackers matches. match and they break through. Oh. So. Ties go to the attacker. Just like with DC. Yep. Okay. Uh, this will do four more piercing damage to you. And it, uh, it moves. I am getting tired of these pokes. Across yeah. the front to stand next to the pillar. Like that? Yeah, it doesn't leave the hitbox, just mm -hmm. moves across. And that brings up the captain's turn. And the captain will uh, f move to the door. And then one to uh, one to towards you right there, yeah. You know, I really hate all of you, and I just enjoy saying it. Draws his pistol that will hit, dealing ooh a whole bunch of damage. And he shoots, uh, basically this. Not quite as big as the last one, but this white ball of furious-looking energy out of the end of his gun, and it goes right through 
the skull and leaves this circular crater in the body as it crumbles to the ground. And then the captain will move further a little bit. Another, I think he's got what? Three more movement? Two more? Uh, he did like. That's four. Four. All right. And move two more that way. Like next to or? Against the wall there. Okay. And then it's Ulseth's turn. Okay. I can't do flanking, but I can uh, come around the pillar, put myself between the two of them. Reis Keturilar, fiercely smashing into the last remaining skeleton. With uh, 13. Uh, that that hits, yeah. Doing... Jeez. Minimum damage. <laughs> Again, yes. five pathetic damage with my main hand. And you're using your knuckle duster on that one, right? No. That was the that long was sword. My, oh, that's the long sword. sword. Okay. Now I'm using a Lashalar and my inspiration because there's no way I want to miss this time. All right. And I get uh, 23 this time. That'll hit. Doing, can't do any worse. Wow. No, I did one better. Six bludgeoning damage with my. All right. Alashalar. When you hit that one, now using your knuckle duster component to, you punch straight and true. Well, like a champion boxer and knock its head clear off. It goes flying back, rolls past where uh, where uh, Soria is standing. She's able to watch it roll by there and it lands almost to the other end of the room ah. as the body just crumbles to the ground. <sighs> and well, Nines, now you have a third toy. And that If we get one combat. more, you will have one for each of your feet. <laughs> Wait. So you emerged victorious <laughs> from the battle with the skeletons. I'd like to collect the skeleton heads. The intact ones. Um, okay, there are currently three. Two of them are near you, and one is uh, back Way on the other over. end of the room there. So you have three uh, skeleton heads. Is that an item already in the system? I skull. I don't know if a skull is in the system or not, actually. Uh, amulet of Black Skull. Mm. So I'll no. just add skull. Yeah, you just have to add. Are they still chattering? No. They're uh, no okay. longer like... They're no longer <laughs> chattering. I think I need new batteries. What is a battery? It's like <laughs> a thing. <laughs> like a fervent crystal? Yeah, probably like that. Ah, then I understand. The one with book. I have had much fervent training. I'm beginning to understand a bit about how it works. Oh. <laughs> I am almost completely through the beginner's pamphlet. <laughs> Well, that was uh, not good. <laughs> that was unfortunate. Let's just put it that way. 
Is everyone alive? Yes. Is everyone, uh... Well, you're an elk. Are you all right? <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I'm gonna take that as a good thing. Oh. One stomp for yes, two stomps for no. <laughs> I already forgot the rules I said. <laughs> I'll turn back into myself. Um, Yourself being Ishmila. Yeah. The dwarf. Um, maybe we should consider taking a short rest. We, no. must, we must ask Bob if there is enough time for us to yet find the massive valuable treasure that exists in this dungeon. I'm just thinking if we take a short rest for about an hour, I'll recover all my wild-shaped stuff. Mm -hmm. We can use, we can heal up a little without mm -hmm. expending spells. I am okay with resting. How does that sound to everyone else? Well, I'm perfectly fine with it. I imagine the ship shall wait as long as we're down here. I hope that happens, yeah. That is correct. We have paid for passage on the ship. We have indeed. Also, you're the main characters. Ah, I must ask, <laughs> did you did you pay in advance? No, I paid in money. Why would I pay in advance? <laughs> What's a Thank van? you. What's advance? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> What's advance? Advance. Should we take a short rest? Yeah, we'll take a short yes. rest. Luckily. <laughs> and I get to use my song of rest. So anyone using a hit die. I am. Get an extra D6. Okay. An extra D6 health. Or an extra so D6 what? You can, when you take a short rest, you get to roll a number of hit die mm -hmm. equal to your level as a fighter, it should you get to roll up to 2d10 to heal, plus two at level, so. 2d10 plus two. You can roll up to 2d10. If you don't think you need all of it, um, they won't, you won't get any more hit die until next day. You start, you recover your hit die after a long rest. Okay. So it's a resource, but. But you also get to roll a d6 with no extra charge. So you get to roll a d6 for free as well. Okay. Assuming really... you use one Let's of Let's explain own. this to yes. both me and the audience. Yes. Um, you get to... Um, when you take a short rest, which lasts an hour, mm -hmm. you get to roll your hit die. So each class has a different hit die. It's a d8. Right, minus a d10. For a druid, d10 for a fighter. And you get as many hit die as you have levels in that class. These hit die are, you get a certain number of them equal to your level. And you also get to add your level to whatever you roll. And that's what you heal over that short rest. Okay. But after um, the short rest is over, it's all over, right? After the short rest is over, if you take another short rest later that day, mm -hmm. you can't use that die again to heal. Right. But after you take a long rest, you'll get to recover some of those hit die. Got it. So well, you can spend them all now under the assumption that 
we're not going to take another short rest. Or you can try and conserve one. Okay. But you get an extra d6 because nines is a bard and is providing so roll a more importantly and a, a level two bard. Plus two. A level two bard. Yes. Plus Unlike two the first 30 class each time you would roll that if you wish to. Well, yeah. I only need to do that once because now I am back at full health. And I'm at full health too, but I only had one hit point missing. I rolled really well on the elk's HP and no one attacked me. No one had a chance to attack you. <laughs> you obliterated them. Okay. And the captain will also... Um, I also get... There's some other advantages to short rests. I get my um, wild shapes back. Right. I don't think you get your action surge back, except on a long rest. But No, I get uh, action surge, hidden step, and second win all back on a short rest. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. So you, it resets a lot of your cooldown abilities yeah, as well. I think you everything. get your inspiration back as well, Mines. Um, actually, I'm not sure of that. No, that one's a long rest. That's a long rest. Yeah, most of mine are long rest, but I get to buff your short rest. Buff our short, which is pretty nice, actually. And we should make use of it more regularly. Well, we haven't had too long we of haven't a had, crawl. We haven't yeah. been mostly dead that often. All right. Okay. So, while we're taking a short rest, I'll use my fireless frying pan and make some food for us. Oh, good. Since it's just like low activity. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. C- cooking can be right. allowed. And we've been through this whole episode without yeah. dealing with food. Would it be yeah. weird to use all these bones to make a broth? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just checking. <laughs> and I think you should are, still do it. They're old and dusty, the I imagine. What? It would be not very good. Probably. It would, be, it would be old and dusty tasting. Would it be weird to use Full the of bones of the skeletons we just obliterated to make a skeleton broth? Well, I don't well, know. It's not like we personally knew these skeletons. Yeah. I don't know. Do one of them have a wallet with them? If you want to control bones. Investigation. See what happens. <laughs> it is a magical bone. No, I don't think necromancy tastes great. Mm. I got a five on my investigation. What did I find out about these skeletons? You find out that they were uh, really not very well clothed. The the clothing was pretty <laughs> crappy. Crappier and than And it mine. was uh, falling apart. Hmm. Yeah. Ah. They, they, wow, they I were not. use that in my insults. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like uh, to murder Perhaps them. you should check the bodies and see if there is something better than what you are wearing. <laughs> I would like to search around the room. I don't have best clothing. After our short short rest. Okay. Um, See if there's anything of value in here. If it's all just. You look around, and at first glance, there's really nothing that you see that's interesting. Um, Do do you want to make like a thorough investigation of this? Okay. Roll an investigation check then. Yeah, I don't. Not super great. 13. Okay. You take a pretty good look around the room, investigating the corners and the tables, just, you know, even like kind of padding through the skeletal remains, and you don't find anything that's, uh, that you'd qualify as interesting. Just mostly torn bits of. I'm offended. Uh, I'm in the room. 
Okay, Nines, do you want to roll the bones? Um, I start juggling the bones. Oh, you have three skulls? You could juggle them. That's going to be a performance check. I got a 24 on my performance check. Uh, you, yeah, you juggle them. Nice You juggle them well. That is very good. You're really very good impressive. This. Perhaps you could put that into your act. <laughs> uh, it's very hard to roll juggle dice. So I am small. finding out. Nope. <laughs> My hands are also very sticky. Oh, you didn't need to tell us that. <laughs> no, I did. Oh. All right. So, did any? Nothing happened while we were having our short rest, right? Uh, no. Okay. Nothing. Good. And our warm meal. Yeah. Yeah. A warm meal. It wasn't. It wasn't anything special. It's just no. you know, I reheated some of our smoked fish and you know, a couple like um, crackers. I used a little broth mm-hmm. to soften them up. Make a little stew. Soup. That was though very satisfying. Thank you very much, Ishmila. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we continue on? I guess. Ah yes, and let us check for traps Cap- all the time. Captain, do you feel like checking for traps again? Do you feel invigorated? And... Um, I believe I can make that happen. I warn you, I'm probably not the best at it. None yeah. of us are. What is it? Perception for traps? Investigation. It depends on the situation and the a, trap. I have a plus three. That's better than mine. Okay. I'll I go have a zero. I'll go back to checking for traps. Some, but to kind of answer that question broadly, some traps might be an investigation depending on the type of trap they are. Others might be a perception because yeah. you're like walking along. Do you notice the tripwire or a pit trap or something? Or, uh, or the pit trap, or if you're looking for the, well, like you're aware there's probably a trap mm-hmm. and then you're trying to find it. That would be investigation. Yeah. So it just depends on the situation. Mm. Well, so they have to... seen chip wires and 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 pads and things like that. Perhaps I should um, just look out ahead. Yeah, I mean my perception's good too, but it's up to you guys. I'm just gonna go ahead and just constantly be guidancing myself and constantly looking. Is he doing like the? Yeah. Thank you. And then we'll just—I'll probably get shot by a few darts, but that's okay. <laughs> Okay. Then you head through the other door, I take it? Yep. Well, I'll check the other door. When you check the other door, the uh, opposite side is a small room. And in that small room, there's a stairway down. Okay. I will continue to check for traps and lead us down. Okay. Uh, When you get down to the next floor, it's an equally small sort of quasi-circular room with a single pathway out. Um, at, you're now underground and have lost a lot of the sense of direction. But you think it's probably like the north side of the room? And it's the only path out. That's all you can see. I will go forward checking for traps. All right. Um, go ahead and make a... Make a perception check for me. Guidance. Let's see how this goes. Uh, 23. Okay. I plus seven perception. As you wander down this winding, gently winding passage, it bows 
back kind of towards the right, wrapping itself around, and you now are going the opposite direction of where you started, heading vaguely southward. The passage continues to twist and snake back and forth one way and the other, carrying on for what feels like hundreds of yards, until you emerge at a set of golden doors. Actual gold, or just like painted? Mm, you can't tell for sure. From here, at least. But they are golden in appearance. And they tower above you, standing almost 20 feet tall. Hmm. And there is a couple of torches on the outside that lit, brightly illuminating the space. I, I see. You, who are now Bob. Yes. What do you make of these very large golden in appearance doors. Hmm, well, a bit tacky, aren't they? <laughs> I want the I gold. mean, it's rather ostentatious. That much gold, that much gold. We get it, you're rich. Well done. I want to go up and carefully inspect the doors for traps and the whole area around them. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. With guidance. Um, 11. As you're scanning the room, looking in crevices and like feeling the floor with your feet gently, sort of probing, seeing if there's any lip and unevenness, you find that there's actually a rectangular panel right in front of the door. Uh, well, it's about five feet back from the door. But square, squared up with the two sides, spanning the whole length of its doorframe, which is about like 15 feet across. It's huge doors. And you're able to clear the dust away to reveal what seems to be some sort of pressure plate. It's a pressure, it seems to be a pressure plate here. Ah. I wanna check two more things while I'm up there. Okay. One, I want to, like, just feel the door and see if it's metallic or, like, a paint. It's metallic. Okay. And two, I want to see if these, like, yeah, these these torches are, like, magic, so I want to see if they're nailed down. The torches, when you attempt to move them, seem to be pretty secured to the structure. Turn the torch! That moment of uh, clear audio <laughs> brought to you by AT&T. Did you say turn the torch? Yes. Yes! Oh, I want to see if that one's like a lever or rotates. Like, you, you know, you read romance, mystery novels and stuff. All right. You pull, twist, pry, shove, and uh, in all manner manipulate these two torches. But to no avail. Nothing seems to respond. Ishmael, what are you doing with that torch? Fondling it. Uh. I'm gonna head back to the group and suggest we maybe try the rock method. You would like me to throw rocks onto what you believe is a pressure plate? After I get behind you, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so <laughs> everybody will get behind me, I'm guessing, except even Bob, right? Oh, yes, I'm definitely going to get behind you. Um, I pick up a very large rock. I back up as far from the pressure plate as I can throw the rock, however that is. 20 feet? Um, 
Yeah, I think you could probably manage a 20-foot throw. Doing a... Yeah. Two-handed yeah, you're, shot put throw. You're pretty darn strong. Yep, and I throw the rock onto the what appears to be the pressure plate. When it hits the pressure plate, you see it land, and the pressure plate gives under its weight. It kind of rolls across. It's a large plate, so when it finishes rolling, it doesn't actually clear, and the, the plate remains ever so slightly depressed. Not very much. It maybe moved like a eighth of an inch down? Nothing else happened? Nothing happened. Throw more rocks. Yeah, throw more rocks, no. Olsaf. Okay, so I'm looking at this. Is there room between the pressure plate and the door? Yeah, there's, a, there's about five feet. So there's floor, then the pressure plate, and then five feet. Yeah. Yes. Okay, how wide is the pressure plate? It's uh, about eight foot from front to back the way that you're looking at it right now mm -hmm. and it's as wide as the two doors so it's about 20 right, feet right. wide so there's four eight feet and then five feet yep um i am and there are not infinite rocks just to be clear i'm going to jump over the oh we should have plate. bought that bag of infinite rocks <laughs> I yes. don't think they sold that at Drowning in Magic. They didn't ask. <laughs> I'm going to jump over the pressure plate onto that five feet. No, wait. I'm going to throw a rock onto that five feet. I mean, Soria has already been on that five feet area. Oh, yeah, because well, I went yeah. and checked the door. Okay, yeah, she, gonna, she stood on that. So if you're I'm testing to see jump. if something happens, you already know the answer. Nothing well, happens was there. was the door locked? I didn't try. I just, I figured that, like, well, what my thought process was is, they do a different trap every single time, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually, they're going to run out of ideas, so maybe there'll be a trap that just drops a whole lot of gold on you to crush you. <laughs> and if we're quick enough That's to get idea. out of there. I stand on the plate. <laughs> do you stand on the plate? I go stand on the plate. <laughs> All right, the plate sinks lower. I jump uh, on the plate. About I, an inch, I, I'm, but I'm, nothing happens. I'm feeling like this plate is required to open the door. Nothing happens the... when you jump on the plate. It, you, you see it as he's jumping. You see the plate moving uh, down each time he connects. It's try. now it's now about an inch down when he's try. standing on it. Also, stand on this with me. Why don't you try pushing the door? If it's locked, I'm betting this is the way to unlock it. Well, first of all, I check to see if the door is locked or not. You can't tell if the door is necessarily locked, but you can tell that you can't move it. Mm -hmm. These are truly massive doors 20 feet tall about seven and a half feet wide and made of metal so you who are now bob if these doors are indeed gold even though they are somewhat gaudy and in bad taste how if at all would we get them out of here i'm not sure that there's much getting them out of here aside from incredibly well Ooh, excuse me. A incredibly well-supplied group of people with some sort of cutting devices to tear these down. I don't think that we four could move them. Well, then I hope well, that these... Well, they're down here anyway. 
magic. That is a good question. It's magic. You're asking how the most incredible, amazing, and famous pirate that ever lived managed to get two massive doors to the bottom of a whole bunch of stairways in the middle of an island that he enchanted to appear and disappear with the tides and Tuesdays? Yeah, how did you? Yeah, I think that's a reasonable question. Oh, well, that's very flattering. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Although I shall take no... Uh, okay, well, won't take a little. But I, I shall take no more than just a little comparison to Ira. I am nowhere near his camera. Ah, uh, well... Want to stand on this plate with me? Sure. Seems like a good plate. I will come and stand on the plate with you. I'll stand as well. As the oh. four of you stand on the plate, it sinks down further one inch. I'm going to look up and be ready for inches. the gold to fall down on us. Three inches. It's now down to about six inches. It keeps sinking. Until about a foot down, and you hear a click. I heard a click. I hope that is good. And the plate stops moving. And the doors, ever so gently, swing open. Oh, dang. Almost like they were on... So they were like floating. You hear hardly any noise as these massive doors swing open in front of you. Revealing um, a very well lit chamber. Two, it's like the difference in the light you are in and the light inside is almost too much to make out details, but there is something very large sitting on the inside. Go ahead, also. Sitting like on a chair. <laughs> sitting, sitting. Like like something like a figure of some sort sitting. What am I seeing with my dark vision? You see these. Well, we're going from black because we're all using dark vision to a very well lit room. Yeah. What you're... am I seeing with my no longer dark vision? <laughs> As you make oh, the adjustment from the incredible darkness <laughs> to the incredible brightness. Mm-hmm. You see a large feline figure. Nines. Yes. Sitting there, but with a more humanoid face. Hmm. Oh god, it's ugly! Gently purring. Oh, welcome. Oh, thank you. You're the first I've seen in a long time. And who, may I ask, are you for? We are here for the treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Hardly inventive or unique. I'm disappointed. Hmm. Does he speak for all of you? Um, I mean, sort of, but... What happened to your face? This is my face. Nothing has happened to it. What has yeah, happened the... to yours? Oh, lots of things. Uh, <laughs> Mostly getting punched and slapped. Well, yes, I slapped around. Some skeleton shot an arrow at me. I didn't like that. I don't think I've necessarily painted this uh, quite as clearly. This figure is um, like a lion, but 50 feet long. That's very large. Very large. Very large. And has wings. 
Mm. And is kind of curled up on its side, just leaning against this massive, um, actually still plush, uh, almost massive, this ridiculously massive sofa-like piece that is sort of laying on in front of two, um, two doors behind it. What are you? Uh, and what's your name? And what is your tragic backstory? <laughs> and where did you get that amazingly comfortable looking couch? And what do you and think? what do you think happened to Fervin? <laughs> we have come for answers. Usually I'm the one asking questions, and you are the ones giving answers. But I find the tables have been reversed. I am a sphinx to answer your first. To answer your second, my name is Rakshana. To answer your third, my backstory is hardly tragic. I chose to live here, for it is these places that we Sphinx most love to inhabit, guarding the most wonderful treasures, challenging the bravest of souls, and, should they fail, Occasionally getting a snack. Oh, we do have bananas if you want bananas. I'm not such a big fan of fruits. Hmm. I like, and gets this little sadistic kind of grin on her face. Meats. Oh, oh. me too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you want she, meat? She who is Ishmaela is carrying some meat. Yeah, you want some? What sort of meat do you have? Oh, I think I have some, uh, I definitely have a lot of fish. I do enjoy fish a great deal. All right, I'm gonna quickly put together a fancy feast for this. Thanks. <laughs> I also- Did you, did you really? <laughs> did you intend that? Yeah. <laughs> I might even have a little bit of sailfish squirreled away. Do you? Do you have a little bell to ring? No, Otto kept it. <laughs> All right. You put together a, a bell. Oh, could you fancy feast. Catnip? Is that, that flowers, right? It has flowers. <clears throat> you have catnip? I'm gonna, can I use, <laughs> can I use my, my uh, staff of flowers to create a couple catnips? You know, I think that sort of goes beyond its usual intended yeah. spirit, Maybe. but Can't I'm gonna say sure. Because well, I can also make spices and herbs magically, but yeah. the staff of flowers says... What I said was that you didn't pay attention to uh -huh. is I'm going to allow it. Oh, okay. Even if it doesn't necessarily stick with the spirit of that particular item. Yeah. I enjoy the flavor. So do I! Any Maybe, maybe Ishmaela will share a bit. I'll make like... Or maybe maybe Rakshana will. I'll make like eight, eight, eight sprigs of uh, catnip, and okay. I'll put six on the fancy feast, and I'll put give two to nines and say, like, the first hit's free. <laughs> I take the first hit. <laughs> hey, you're the one who likes the catnip, so... Have at it. <laughs> oh, well. 
That is so tasty. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So, uh, which door do we go through? Oh, you would go through the ones behind me. If I deem you all worthy. Oh, what did you say? It was two doors, or is it a double door? It's a double door. Oh, okay. You who are a Rakshana. Are you familiar with the pirate Lord Ira? Yes. He's the one who convinced me to stay here. Ah. And what did he do to convince you? Did he make an even fancier feast? Oh, he said that many mortals would try to get in, mm-hmm. and they would continue to try, because even if they succeeded, no one would believe them. And that I could guard this door for all the eternity, oh, griddling every mortal that came by. With arrows? With questions. Oh, <laughs> okay. And sometimes I could partake of them, and others, if they get my riddles correct, get to move on. To the afterlife? Through the door. Oh. (laughs) And what is on the other side of the door? You continue down, further towards the treasure room. Oh my god, how far is it? You're nearly halfway. (laughs) We're nearly halfway, okay. Uh, and how many other mortals have made it to the treasure room? Well, several have passed by me, but whether they made it to the treasure room, I can't say. Ah, is yeah. there another way out? No, but not all of them seem to have returned. Ah, but some have returned. Have they brought the treasure with them? Is the treasure now gone? I don't know what the treasure is. Oh, well, that's the friends we made along there. the way. Yeah, it's, the, it's definitely the friends we made along the way. <laughs> How many immortals got down there? How many immortals got <laughs> down there? Yeah. None that I'm aware of. Hmm. So, so we have to answer some riddles or get eaten. That's the general proposition. How much? How, how much money does it take to skip through? I'm not interested in trinkets, baubles, or coins. You just meet in questions. That's generally what I'm interested in, yes. Okay. Shall we proceed, or would you like to turn around? There's no shame in turning around. See if you want to play with it. I'd find that insulting if it wasn't so adorable to watch you try to amuse me. Are you amused? Slightly, yes. If we get to pass, can I also have one of your feathers? Yes. Hmm. It's been a long time since I had someone to riddle with. Do we riddle as a group? Is this like a one-on-one? Oh, you may all discuss. Okay, and then we have to say something like final answer. Mm. Or, yeah. But if, okay, if we get a question wrong, do you just choose one of us to eat or do you eat all of us? 
Oh, you don't have to get just one wrong. You have oh. to fail the whole quiz. Oh, okay. Can we use a lifeline? Yeah. We have a friend. Can I, can I phone a friend? No. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> can we ask the audience? <laughs> kinda. Um, you who are in chat. Of, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, how do you feel about this, Captain? Oh, I will be playing. That would be incredibly unfair because I know the answers. Oh, because Wait, why do you know the answers? Oh, because I'm the DM's player character for the moment. Oh, right, no. that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out, yeah. The Captain can't help because I don't know how to necessarily phrase these to give you answers or to lead you in the wrong direction. So the captain can't help here. All right, but he's the first one that gets eaten. Oh, yes. Okay. I think that's only fair. Yeah, since he's not helping. Bob, you go stand. You who are Bob, go stand in front of the Sphinx. Just sit on that See? plate that I put all that food on. Yes. Oh, sure, I think that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Why not? He goes and uh, sits down next to the Sphinx and uh, is uh, like, Giving her scratches behind her ear. Mm, yes, that is nice. Thank you. All right. Do we have to say something fancy like, oh, great Sphinx, ask us your questions? You didn't have to do that, but it is nice to hear. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, then do that. Oh, great Sphinx, <laughs> ask us your questions. Imagine being captured and kept God. in a pitch dark room with two guards outside. How would you escape without anyone noticing? Well, there are many ways to escape. One is to dig a tunnel. You could just ask to leave. <laughs> yes. And we, tell them to turn around. They could, we could tell them that they have the wrong people and that we are being imprisoned um, unjustly and that they should just simply let us go. Yes, you're arresting me against my will and I don't like that. But that would be noticed. They have to escape without being noticed. Pitch dark ground. I shall restate the question. Imagine being captured and kept in a pitch-dark room with two guards outside. How would you escape without anyone noticing? Oh, stop I imagining stop it. imagining it. <laughs> you are correct. Oh, yeah, we did it. Good job. <laughs> Internet high-five. The most social distance high-five. Social distance high-five, yay. Second question. Peter was very large shirts and weighs more than 300 pounds. He has an assistant at his butcher's shop who wears even larger shirts than he. What does Peter's assistant weigh? The meat that they're selling. 
That's pretty good. Diana, you got they weigh the meat. The assistant weighs the meat that they're selling. That makes sense. I would eat the meat. Ah, and then they would not have to weigh it. Or they could weigh you. Or they yes, could it would weigh... be nice plus meat. Yes. So say it again. Peter wears large shirts, weighs more than 300 pounds. Assistant wears even larger shirts. What do they weigh? What does the assistant weigh? Uh-huh. This is at a butcher shop. Yes. The meat that they're selling. <laughs> that is correct. Huh. That was good. We're good at this game. We are not eaten yet. In an orphanage, the caretaker wanted to give ten apples to ten children. She had these ten apples in a bowl. But she still wanted to have one apple in a bowl. She gave the apples away. How would she do this while making sure every child still got one apple? Every child or every orphan? Well, each orphan. There, well, she well, can just adopt one. It's not an orphan are, anymore. There are ten <laughs> children in this orphanage. <laughs> and each child is supposed to get one apple. One full apple. And she has ten full apples. And she has ten full apples in a bowl. And she wants to do this while keeping one apple in the bowl when she has given them all to the children. She has an orphan stand in the bowl. <laughs> Wait, does this have to do with that orphanage we helped build? Maybe, yeah. She, um... She gives nine of the apples in the bowl to nine of the children, and then she gives the one that she's holding outside of the bowl didn't say she didn't have more. And then she gives the one that Well, she wait, has. no, why doesn't she just give the one of the apples and the bowl to the orphan? It never said that the orphans eat them. So one of the orphans oh, holds a bowl one with one apple. In the bowl. Yes, that's it. She gives the bowl after she gives nine of them away, right? She gives nine of the apples to nine of the kids, and the last kid gets the, the bowl, bowl with, with the, the apple, apple in it, it still. Final answer? That is correct. Hey, I did it. I like that one. You said nine an awful lot. <laughs> Do you guys want some apples? I think I have some from that fairy grove. I would like an apple, yes. That made me hungry for apples. Yeah, here's a banana, too. No, thank you. Just oh. the apple. I'll take banana. Would you like an apple? Oh, I'm not a fan. Okay. Thank you. Oh. Captain? Would you like a doll sticker? Oh, I love apples. Thank you. Any more questions? Crunchy and juicy. Yeah. No, you have answered my questions. Oh. I'm only allowed to ask three here. Oh, why is that? Those are the rules. Do we get, like, a special treasure if we answer an extra one? No. Oh. I have no treasure to give. Just passage to allow. Can we keep asking you questions? You may. Could I have one of your feathers? She reaches behind and places a feather in front of you. Thank you. It's quite large. Like, 
it's like that big. One of her feathers is basically like most of the length of your arm. Okay, I'll like tie it to my backpack. What do you think happened to Fervin? Who? I, Fervin, the guy we keep talking about. I think she's been down here for like thousands of years. Oh, you really should get out more. <laughs> I've no idea who you're speaking of, dear. Ah, well, you who are Rakshana. Yeah. Those are very entertaining questions and riddles. Um, but I do have a question for you. Yes. When we return, do we need to ask answer three more on the way out? No. I'm only allowed to ask three questions of the groups that pass through here. Should you return this way, you shall not have to answer more. But if we yeah, would like, like if we you get to... rid of one of us, would that count as a separate group? <laughs> no. What do you think we should name our group? Do you have any ideas that you're percolating? Nothing good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nothing good. Just like viewers. Nothing. Shit on the viewers. We're in character right now. We, have yeah. a, we don't know we have viewers. No, no, we have viewers. Yes. Nothing good, by the way, was not the suggested name. Although we're looking for something well, better than the Saltworthy. That does sound like a terrible name. Yeah, it's really bad. We thought so. Yes. Well, I wish you all well on your journey. Well on your journey? Ah, that is not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm not writing that down. Right. Can we go through the door now? The door is open, yes. You may proceed. She lays her head down on a very comfy looking pillow and... <laughs> we have a cat. Hello, cat. <laughs> And, and takes a nap. Well then, um, would, would you like to continue looking for traps? Or shall we just send the cat through? I'll keep looking for traps. He doesn't like being I could like if there were more traps. Oh, are there more traps? Oh, many. Okay, I'll keep looking for traps. <laughs> okay, I didn't see oh, wait. Do you know what they are and where they are and how we are to find them? No, yes, you have map. I haven't left this room in a long time. Uh, if one? you couldn't leave this room, where would you go? Hmm. I suppose to my old mountain range. I haven't seen that in many, many years. Oh, is there someone there we can uh, send a message to? I don't know anymore. If you see Selnisa. Tell them I said hello. Message to Sinisa? Selnisa. Are they also a Sphinx? Yes. They are my old friend. Is there one Sphinx you don't like? No. They're all quite agreeable. I don't think that I've met anyone that I don't like. Hmm. Although I haven't met many people. Did you like the ones you ate? I liked them especially well. <laughs> Is that where all those skeletons came from? Some. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow, we broke them! It is their duty to do so. I pull out one of the skulls. Do you know this guy's name? No. 
I rarely get travelers' names. Would you like to know our names? That does sound interesting, yes. I am Ulseth Ralph. Well met. I'm sorry, Ansel, I'm a changeling. It has been an even longer time since I have seen one of your kind. When did you last see one? More than 3,000 years ago. Where did you see one? Far north from where we are now. In Anrissa? I don't know the name of the place it was. It was a city though, right? There was a gleaming white... Yes, city. It is so long ago, it's hard to remember. Could you describe its location? I don't remember it that clearly. But there was once a gathering many thousands of years ago. And they invited the Sphinxes so that we might entertain guests and be entertained ourselves. Your people did once love riddles many ages ago. And who are you, my I fellow Fienlein? Nines. I am Nines! Great Bart! Next time you see someone, tell them to buy my album! <laughs> ah, I shall do so. You do seem like a very amusing act. Yes, I am amusing! Smart, too! I have one last question, you who are Rakshana. Of course. <clears throat> Would you happen to know the meaning of the words Gratz Dunbalim? Those words are dark words. They're ill-boding. Ratstun Valim is an ancient tongue which I dare not utter and fully translate for your ears. It mm. is a poison to hear. It poisons the mind and the soul alike. Mm. Wherever you heard those words, I would tread cautiously in pursuit of that knowledge. Thank you for that. <clears throat> I have heard a translation by a magical lectern of what the words might mean. Can I tell you what that was? Yes. The Great Darkness. That is as close to a translation as I would offer. Do you, do you know where the language has, has originated from, where it is from? The language was once spoken by elves, and may still be today. But it is not from the elves. It is older than that. It is older than I. And it predates all the world. There were these words before the world? These words are part of what defines the world. I'm a possibly related knot. Do you want to see some runes? <laughs> no. I've learned that when people offer to show you runes, it usually leads to pain and suffering. That's true. Because 
have you are you familiar with runes that aren't supposed to exist in this world? <clears throat> I have unfortunately seen such things. So if I had three of those, would they be related to this that you're talking about? <clears throat> I've never heard the runes spoken, nor what I know how. So I can't say. Where did they come from? They too exist from a time predating the world as we know it. But their origin is much more mysterious. So, <clears throat> this language that predates the world as we know it. Was this spoken by entities that existed before our world? Or were they just simply words in the void? Yes. <laughs> yes. They are both. Hmm. They are neither. Ah. Do they those are th an incomprehensible concept. Hmm. So that which spoke these words, does it still exist? Yes. And no. Is it mm. the, the god that speaks them? If there's something that created gods, this is what spoke it. Maybe you shouldn't start to say it to everyone in the that you meet. <laughs> Maybe I should not be saying it to everybody. Maybe you should also not be showing ruins at her people's eyes when you uh, show I it to them. Done the, oh, I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> so if the person who spoke these words to me said that my quest now was to <clears throat> slay the beast, do you have an idea what the beast might be? That is far too subjective for me to... Mm. Offer answers to. The beast could be any number of things, literal or metaphorical. This individual may have spoken something dark and terrible of their past, maybe of a noble creature that they could not complete the hunt of, maybe a old rival that they just could not forgive. I cannot say what they mean when slinging the beast. But if they spoke those words to you as well as the others, I would again remind you to tread carefully in pursuing that knowledge and fulfilling that quest. I will attempt to be careful, but I must pursue the quest. I wish you Good luck and safe passage, and hope that no harm shall befall you. You all seem like very nice people. Hmm. Well, no one's ever said that to us before. <laughs> it is rare that someone bothers to ask me questions. Mostly they just want to rush through, and that often winds up with them being my lunch. Hmm. Uh, one quick question. On yes. Rissa, the Changeling City. Yeah. Was it in the mountains? North of the wilds? So much changed from the time I was last there. 
that I don't think the landscape would be recognizable anymore. I remember that there were mountains, but there were many other mysterious and magical things in those days. Long since they have gone, lost to everything but the memories of only a few. Not even the elves remember that time. It is too long for them. Nines, do you have any further questions before we proceed through the doors? No, I'm good. Do you like the voice? <laughs> the who? <laughs> exactly! No, not the Actually, who. the who is a different fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of this voice. Ah, that but is good. But you have heard of me! Well, I have heard of you. Then I'm better than a voice! Ah. You're Moving known. on! Alright. <laughs> but with that confidence boost, let's head down. Perhaps I shall add that to my repertoire. Who is better than the voice? Nines. Ah. Simple and straightforward, but one that people could get wrong. For it is a bit subjective. And thus a devilishly horrid question to ask. Thanks when for not asking us something like Life that. is on the line. <laughs> I enjoy that. Oh, there are many ways that you could have answered those questions, and many different answers that I could have responded to. For example, I could have simply said that Peter's assistant weighs 400 pounds. But you guessed my answer, and that's the important part. No that's one ever true. said this was fair. <clears throat> Well, thank you for not eating us. You're very welcome. It's far too rare that we get to talk to someone. Our line of work as sphinxes, although enjoyable, can be lonely. But the pay's good, right? The pay for us is simply in the occupation. When one is eternal as we are, one doesn't trifle themselves with coins and bits and trinkets. Yeah, but you can also bargain in, like, good fish dinners. Fancy feasts. Eating is also optional for us. We enjoy it, but we do not need to, to survive. Well done. Yeah, but it's lovely meeting you, Rakshana. And you... Safe journeys and beware all of the trapped things beyond. Thank you. And she lays her head down and starts gently purring and napping. The captain gets up and uh, is ready to follow you out. I'll just I keep... pet the Sphinx. You what? You I pet. Oh. She seems to enjoy a little bit of affection. I will be investigating or perceptioning whatever you determine my way forward. Okay. Go down. Uh, since you are traveling through, the door beyond simply opens to another small room with a staircase down, and you descend uh, into the next room, and as you do so, um, make a perception check. Guidance. 
Uh, 17. You look around carefully, trying to take in the room, see if there's anything ahead of you that you notice, and you don't see anything sticking out, so you think the way is safe. I think the way is safe. Yeah, let me throw a rock then. Okay. <laughs> I throw a rock and let it hit and roll. All right. But, uh, are you just bringing it with hello, you? Hello, Tabaxi God. Are you finding new rocks also? I'm, I'm using... You collected a pile. I did collect a bunch of rocks, yeah. So, this one, but I, I'm keeping those. If there's a rock nearby, I'm going to use the, the, the nearby rock. Um, Throwing rocks seems to work, so yeah, that's what I do. You throw it down the small tunnel, and it rolls and tumbles through, and... I will proceed forward. Okay. You come to a small set of wooden doors. Less gaudy than last set of doors. I'll check for traps. All right, roll an investigation check. Guidance. Um, 21. You look around, carefully examining each crevice and line, testing the handles of the doors to see if they're in tension at all, but nothing seems to be amiss. You find no indication that there's a trap here. Is it locked? It doesn't appear to be. You who are Bob, please open the door. <laughs> Very well. Presses down the door handle, shoves it open, and a low, yellow, glimmering light bathes you as the door opens. And on the other side of the door, you see a, a pathway wending its way through mountains of gold and rubies and diamonds piled twice your height. I just start walking through. Well, okay. uh, didn't the Sphinx say there was like floors, plural? Mm-hmm. Hello? Is there any magic carpets lying around? <laughs> You've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are carpets in here. You don't know if they're magic. Raja's seen this movie. Also, if you can find out if they're magic. I can do one magic detect. That's true. I can ritual cast detect magic, but it'll take like 10 minutes. Well, I'll, I'll cast detect magic, and I'm just trying to check to see just in general um, all the loot here and the carpets to see if there's anything magic. When you activate detect magic, Everything except the floor of the room and the walls and ceiling, so just the, like, actual room. Um, and the doors pass through. But all of the treasure that you see is pulsing with transmutation magic. What I am detecting is that all of the contents in this room are full of 
what is called transformation magic. Transmutation. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm studied in our transportation magic. <laughs> transportation <laughs> magic. Isn't that what like one of Disney's internal they programs are not, is transportation magic? They are not what they seem to be. I believe so should that we is touch what it, it or not touch it? Oh yeah, you should definitely touch it. Yeah, you it. should definitely touch it, and we will run away as you do. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the. Well, why would you run away? Before I'm not you touch it now. Before you touch it, let us get to the door at the end, or whatever. It's been a trap door usually, or stairs. Let let us get there, and then you should touch it. Sorry, my. And. It'll be great for everyone. <laughs> What's Insight in the sight shack? As uh, we go through this, is there like a door at the other end, or is it just? Yeah, you don't see it line. immediately, mm -hmm. but are you kind of following this winding path? Yeah, yeah we're well, not touching anything other than. And I got a nineteen on my insight shack, so I assume Sorry is lying about like it eight. being a good time. No. <laughs> You're pretty. She's lying. Yeah. Um. Uh, as you wind your way through this room, and it's quite long, it's not too wide. It's a very long room. And these, oh, mountains, these mountains of gold <laughs> and glistening gems and pearls as large as your head. Pass oh, my. You there is a pearl here as large as the heads that you have carried. <laughs> and you eventually see that there is a a door, a trap door like all the others, leading down the far end of this room as the mountains of gold start to become a little smaller as you near the end of this. You eventually reach the trap door. You want to check the trap for the trap? Yeah, I'll check the trap door for traps. For traps. Go ahead. Roll an investigation. Investigation, okay. Yep. Guidance. I feel like there's an at one coming. Close, but no. Um, 14 total. Okay. You look around as thoroughly as you feel is necessary and don't find any traps. Okay. Should we, <clears throat> should we just go down? Is this just one of those like well, we don't don't touch the. It's not a jewel encrusted trapdoor, is it? There's a regular trapdoor wrapped just a plain just past it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing crazy about this. This looks like all the others. Uh, let us let Bob open the door. <laughs> Bob is good at opening doors. Well, all right. And he pulls up on the latch and door swings open. Stay away down. Hmm, don't mind <laughs> if I do. And he walks on down. Oh, okay. Thank you. You are very good at opening doors, trapping otherwise. Yeah. Pops his head back up. Thank you. And then heads back down. Mm -hmm. All right. Nines touch something. Throw I touch Soria. <laughs> throw a rock at the stuff. Throw a rock at the. Once we're in the trap oh. door. Okay. Can we when not? I am... I just jump down the hole. We do have to come back out through this, probably. Oh, so, oh, so we can rob it then. Yeah. <laughs> and or nothing bad will some... happen. No, nothing will happen. Yeah, though. yeah. All right, we'll go down, and I'll keep checking for traps. Okay. 
Um, in the... I think we just narrowly missed some sort of horrible oblivion-making thing. In the next floor, <clears throat> you're... As you've been so often greeted in a small, semicircular room with a passage, um, as you come down these stairs, it's off to your left. And it's fairly short, only about 20 feet. And you can see to the other side of it. And it looks to be... Uh, there's a boat, a small boat, a rowboat. And... Um, it's floating on some water. Near... Are we gonna find Sturmgrimmy here? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Well, Sturmgrimmy's relative, because Sturmgrimmy isn't, like, in the lake. When you Grimmie? utter the words Sturmgrimmy, beneath your feet, <laughs> a little, a very light, um, pale blue pulse goes out. And you hear a, and you see this pulse wash over the walls of the cavern and wave out. And you see, as you look out over this uh, body of water, you see this uh, light pass over it. And it goes up the other sides of the walls and then dissipates. Could I, while that was happening, be looking out over the water? Not for where this boat is supposed to go. From the place that you sit, you cannot see an end to the water. This is like a huge, Underwater gigantic lake. lake where we could go in any direction for a long time, or is it like a, a river? You based, on... you, you based on where you are right now, you did a, you saw a very, 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 very far away wall. Like, hundreds of yards across mm -hmm. from you. But imagine you're kind of looking out a hallway over uh, what could be a river, okay. but you can only see this much. Mm. Right. So okay. this could be a river. It could be a lake. You can't, from where you stand, make that out. You just don't have enough visibility there. Does this Is there a sign that says, welcome to seaside <laughs> anywhere? Me. No. <laughs> Does this boat look uh, sturdy? Well, I'll ask the captain. Does this boat look sturdy? You're a boat guy. Um. So, are you like going up to the boat now? Well, I'm, I'm asking I'll check the for captain. traps before we go up. Okay, the boat. I'll check for traps. Okay. Up to the shore, or <laughs> cliff. Excuse what, me. Whatever. Bless you. The water's edge. Okay. All right. Uh, roll an investigation check since you said you're checking for traps, right? I done. Um, 17. Okay. You, it's not a very long tunnel and it's pretty straight. It's all rock. You do a pretty thorough check and you don't see anything that's making you think there's any kind of trap here. I will go, Storm Grammy. This not... time nothing happens. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, well, you, I'm you who the... are now Bob, is this boat large enough for the four of us? It seems so. There's uh, the rower's bench here, which we'll need two of us to operate. And then there's a smaller front bench and a back bench. Oh. We could all four sit in here. Oh. I want to look, since I'm now at the water's edge, I just want to use my dark vision goggles to look nearby to see if it's mm -hmm. going more just straight down or if it's like the water spreading out from the, to the sides. As you look to your left and right, you can 
see walls, but eventually, um, you look far enough down on your right side, and the wall kind of comes in a ways, and you can't see beyond it. Mm. You, you can see that the water continues past it, but like it's blocking your vision. Okay. And you know that there's walls further past because you can see those from when nines oh. had that little pulse go out. Uh, to your left, you can see a wall, but it goes so far it disappears into the darkness and you can no longer see anything. So it's expanding out into like a lake on the left side. You think so? All right, when on my dark I mean, this... goggles at this point. Shoot. The the cavern that you're in is uh, almost unimaginably huge. Think of it as looking out on um like Lake Michigan. Okay. And uh, and it 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 doesn't seem to end when you look off to the left. From what we can see. When you look to your right, you've got that wall, but off to the left, it seems to be endless. Do you think this is one of those don't disturb the water at any cost sort of things? Or do you think this is like uh, we just row ourselves across and it's just... I think we should just row. Let's just go row. Go row or go home. Row, row, row the boat. Yes, why not? Yeah, we'll do that. I hope the stream is gentle. I don't think it's a stream. So the four of you get in the boat? I guess so. And start uh, rowing if Bob wants to come with us. I think. Oh, which I'm one on of a floor you... adventure, absolutely. Which one of you wants to be the backbencher? I'll I'll sit in the front because I have really good perception. And I'll sit in the back so I don't have to row. <laughs> and I will row with, with Bob. Bob. You're both the most experienced slash muscular. Yes. Okay. So you and Bob sitting in the center row, you up front, and Nine's taking up the rear. And I'm just going to be on the lookout. Can you say it a different way than that? <laughs> nope. Nope. You start um. making your way out into the water, gentle rowing, and the glass-still waters of this underground lake, disturbed now only by the paddles at your sides. We are gently rowing. You see, as you get uh, about 50, 60 feet into the water, you see a, a shape. It's, it's too dark and too far away to really make out. But you see this shape sort of rise up and arc over the water and then fall back down. Maybe I shouldn't have said storm Remy. And as you keep rowing, you're now about 120 feet away from shore. Let's try and be really quiet. I know you're rowing, but I'm rowing very gently. You hear a splash from behind you. And as you all turn to take a look at it, you see nothing but bubbles. Or should, should we go speed or stealth? I think we want to be stealthy in the game. But one thing we might want to do is keep one of the walls within sight 
if this is like labyrinthine. Right. So I mean, if we could big, go out and so that we, we were be going sight of anything and we would lose right, our direction. The right side was sort of flush with the entrance. So we stayed. And then went, but the left side went who knows how far. We want to row <laughs> right. Follow the right side wall. About 80 feet away from the wall. That's well within keep, range. Keep of the wall in vision. sight and keep it on our right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And go as quietly as possible. Hey, Soria, do you have a chicken? No. We have. Do you have anything like chicken? Fish. That's. That's like the chicken of the sea. (laughs) (laughs) As you keep rowing across the lake, you hear uh, to your ears an almost baleful noise. It echoes off the walls of this underground cavern and you hear rippling off in the distance and the water around you starts to bubble and churn let's go quick and that's where we're going to take a break (laughs) we'll be right back folks to find out what happens to them in this dark underground lake it's better not be the boat capsizing I'm going to be very angry (laughs) we'll find out see you soon Welcome back, everyone. When we left off, the group was on the waters of a deep underground lake, and the water around them had just started to churn. So let's get back to it. Row, row, row. Quick. Your boat, <laughs> gently down the way. Quickly, away. You were a Bob. Yes, uh, I think rowing is in order. Yes, yes. yes. The Indeed. advice we are being given is to s- increase the pace at which we are rowing. So, I I do agree. Let us row as fast as we can. Okay. As you start to row quicker and quicker, uh, trying to put as much distance between you and the shore that you left from, hoping that it's a good idea the boat begins to rise out of the water. And very soon, your oars are touching air, grasping to move anything at all. And the boat starts to gently undulate. I look over the edge of my boat. Just pop over the back. You are on the back of a large creature that seems to be waving and moving through the surface. It's carrying you along now at great speed, making its way around the bend in the wall 
that carrying you through what appears to be miles and miles of underground waters, caverns. Hmm. I'm gonna cast. Can we it. see its head? No. I'm gonna cast a spell on it. Well, I'm gonna cast a spell first. Oh, okay. I cast speak with animal. Hopefully, it's not an aberration. <laughs> I okay. hope not. You cast speak with animal. Excuse me. There is no response. Olsef, guess attention. Stab <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> <laughs> you who are the giant creature burying us, would you please pay attention to what Nines is saying? The creature seems to pay no attention to your hmm. attempts at diversion. Is it I, carrying I, us I, the path we were going? I... You aren't sure, because you are now being whisked through... Through the middle of the... Through the middle of this lake, getting ever farther away from the walls, and now out into open waters, but you quickly start to see a blue light, dim, gently glowing. Like the one that went across? Similar, a little bit darker Mm. in its color. I'm... If I cast fairy fire on this, it will outline the whole thing in glowing light. Well, that'll be interesting. That's better than my plan of trying to get his attention by hitting it with a club. Is our plan towards the blue light? Yes. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? It is a thing. Should I try fairy firing this? You would guess that at this point you've been carried maybe three miles over the water. You have long since lost uh, the sight of the shore you started on. I am hoping for two things. Uh-huh. One thing is that it is taking us to where we wish to go. The other is that it is here to take us back when we are done. <laughs> so you I don't hope have... it doesn't eat us. That's my expectation for this adventure. Mm. That's, that's a good expectation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wait until we're very, very close to this blue light and we can okay. see what it's taking us towards. I'm going to go with my original plan of hitting it with my club to see if I can get his attention. So now you're kind of like tapping, tapping it, it or smacking it. Like, it's big. It can handle a few hits from me and my plus one strength. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to make you roll like to see if you hit it. You can try <laughs> to roll for damage if you want. It's non-lethal damage, by the way. <laughs> You killed us all. <laughs> I did three damage. <clears throat> Seems to not even notice. Does it, as we're getting closer, does it look like there's a shore that it's taking us to? You now guess that you've traveled about three and a half miles from where you started, and this blue light is becoming a bit brighter, and you see it's actually two lights close together. Oh, does this thing have any scales? What? Does it have any scales? Yeah. Oh, yes. This creature is covered in scales. I take Crobashalar and try to pry one off. You find that you can get no purchase underneath a scale. Well, so if you try. <laughs> I think it would be lovely to have a souvenir, but I will, <laughs> I will pass on this one. <laughs> As you get cro- closer to these lights, Said they become more and more clear in what they are. Two torches. Oh, good. I was Zed. afraid that they were eyeballs. Yeah, that would have been bad. A light on a far shore. Sandy. With a small dock. 
glowing and emitting this pale, dark, blue light. As we... Does it look like it's taking us to the stock? It's racing right towards it. Is it looking like it's going to slow down? Ever closer, quicker and quicker. (laughs) It's pace almost seeming to increase as you grow near to this shore. And then all of a sudden, right as you are approaching the dock, it dives beneath the water and your boat now back into the water lurches you all forward as you come into the sudden impact of that collision and you go splashing down a huge wave going out in front of you all. So I was sort of planning to do this. So can I like react and cast fairy fire down on it? Sure. Go ahead. All right. I'm What's I'm, the save for that one? It's a it's a 15 dex save, but I'm basically casting a 20 foot cube inside of it. Uh, yeah. Because I'm casting it directly below. Yeah. Well, let's see if it makes it. Okay. You see a burst of green light go... And then fade. Oh. Well, that's a spell slot. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, are we there yet? Uh, and clunk. yes, the, <laughs> the, boat, the boat lurching <laughs> smashes into the side now of the the dock. It doesn't seem to be damaged in any way, but it is a rough docking. <sighs> oh well, um, I'll be the first to say it. What the hell was that? What was what? <laughs> that thing. The whole what thing. thing. The boat? The thing that was carrying us across the water. You, you, you rowing? Are you really trying to gaslight me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it working? No. Oh. Well, we seem to have arrived at... Are we, is the dock still intact? Are we yeah, everything's right? intact. It was just a bit rough and you're all... You all got splashed on a fair bit. I take a Hi, I take a small piece of rope and secure the boat to the dock. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do that with good sailor knots. Not that I know sailor knots, but I know knots. You do. <clears throat> and uh, get I out know. onto the dock and Tree say. <clears throat> you are Ishmaela. Perhaps you can begin to detect traps again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll continue pretending to look like I know what I'm doing and try and look for traps as we continue on, I guess. And hopefully we can get back across later. You follow the shoreline. And as it's fairly clear, that's all there is to follow here. The shore is quite narrow. You run into the wall. There's only about 10 feet between the water and the wall of this cave. And in between, a little sandy stretch to walk on. Are there any scales or shells or anything on this beach? No, not that you see it. It's very clean. It seems to be mostly just sand. Mm. And 
As you walk down, it takes maybe 300 yards or so. You come to a another trap door. Hmm. Surrounded by the same familiar stone-cut bricks, and you can head down if you wish. I will check the trap door. And make an investigation check. Guidance. Hmm, 11. You look as thoroughly as you can, but find no traps here. Nothing to make you suspect that there might be. It's good. Well, you who are a Bob, you know the routine. Oh, yes, of course. He flings open the door and heads on down. Come on down, it's lovely down here. He's quite good at dropping in trap doors. Yeah, let's head down, I guess. Is it lovely? Um, it, it seems to be a little bit more welcoming than the room above. Than the giant lake with the unknown monster. Yeah. Hmm. Is it? It's not nearly as wet. No, it is not nearly as wet. In fact, there's um, a warm glow from the other side of um, two large wooden doors. Hmm. Ah, another I'll glowing check. room. I'll check the doors. Go ahead. And guidance. Uh, nine. Yes. <laughs> Can you check the door? I don't think I did very well. Oh, okay. I opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Just go right in. <laughs> you head into the room beyond the doors, and you find a large, about 20 by 30, a glass case and there's a person inside with a whole room a table chairs a very comfortable looking bed and a lounging sofa like the this furniture is inside the glass case yes it's like a, a room inside of this area bob is this a corpse we're supposed to rob <laughs> i don't I don't think so. And you see a person walking around inside of this glass case. I go up to the glass case. Okay. What do they look like? I knock on it. The individual turns around and looks at you. Oh. Hello. Hi, we're looking for treasure. Are come seeking me treasure, are ya? Well, we want to be ours. So I guess we're searching for our treasure, actually. How do you come seeking me treasure, hoping to make it your treasure? Are you... <laughs> Ira? As a matter of fact, no. But maybe. The start of. <laughs> Welcome to my humble abode, so to speak. It is very enclosed. Quite. Nice, though. Is there a path around it? Yes, okay. it's in the center of the the room is probably uh, it's a circular room and it's probably a hundred foot in diameter. So there's quite a bit of room on either side of this glass case. Is there another way out? Yes, as you look around, there's 
two large doors. So they are steel and very heavily braced and look to be among the more sturdy doors you've ever seen. Strange man, how do we open said door that we were just talking about? Oh, well, that'd be giving away you know, all of the tricks, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes, that's why I asked. <laughs> well, I ain't going to be telling you. Hmm. You're going to have what to figure it out when I'm on your own, aren't you? <laughs> Are you going to provide colorful commentary while we look around the room like idiots? <gasps> oh, absolutely. Oh, you like might say it's my job. No, I do not like him either. <laughs> you, what if, you who are not Ira. For job? <laughs> oh, I don't need to be getting paid when uh, I ain't actually here. You see, I'm Ira, but I'm not. You catching my drift? I want to. <laughs> Can I go? That's up? a bit of a, a pirate joke. If I go up to the glass case and sort of look at it from the side, is he look like he's three dimensionally in there? Or is he yeah. like on the glass? Does like, no, he looks okay. like he's three dimensionally in this space. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there anything above? Um, that I, I mean, th there's the ceiling. There's space between this glass case <coughs> and the ceiling. The room is much larger than this like 20 by 30 case. Okay. Well, I'm the professional thief here. Right. At lock picking. I'm the only one here definitely trained in lock picking, right, Captain? Oh, absolutely. You're definitely the only one trained in lock picking, of course. Can I do an insight check on that? Yeah, go ahead. I like doing insight checks. 14. You're pretty sure that he's being sarcastic. Would you? So, Ira? Yeah. Do we just have to like pick the door open or break it open? No. What would make you think that it would be that easy? I don't know. Has anything in getting down here been easy? That, yes. that cursed treasure room was pretty easy. We just sort of walked past it. Mm -hmm. Crossing the lake was About easy. About 400 other souls would disagree with you. Oh, they suck. Do you count? Aye, they do. <laughs> Crossing the lake was easy. We received a very high-speed ride. The Sphinx was really nice. Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Hmm? Or the beastie was supposed to eat you. Huh. Oh. I mean, we did feed what? it before we got here. What gave you the ride? Wait. What? The big scaled creature? Scaled? No. The beastie isn't scaled. Ours was. What what was the be is the beastie? Well I ain't gonna be telling you now. I'd ruin the surprise if you ever had to meet it. But why would there be a giant scaled thing? Well I don't know why there's a giant scaled thing where there's supposed to not be a giant scaled thing. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to talk to the contractors that are long since dead. <laughs> Like you I are. mean, that doesn't seem to stop things from popping up here. <laughs> no. Well, if I'm so dead, then how am I here? Well, you're not here. You said you weren't. This is your crypt. Ah, it is and my crypt. Class. But I'm not dead. I was never alive, so you can't kill what was never alive, and thus I can't be dead. Are you an illusion? Oh, 
Oh, we've got a smart one here. I am an enchantment. Forever made to dwell in this box. Who put you in the box? What I did. So Ira was a uh, wizard of some sort? No. We couldn't have figured out how to use a wand to save our lives. But we had plenty of gold to pay people who did. Can I have that gold? That depends. Can you go earn it? <laughs> well, then. I don't think you'd be having it. I feel like the true spirit of piracy is that you don't need to earn it. Real piracy is making the friends along the way. <laughs> the true spirit of piracy is that you need to earn it, and then you share it with all the others who earned it with you. Ah, did you share yours? I shared it mightily with all me crew. This is my personal belongings. Mm. All those who sailed under my flag back in the day, well, they lived as princes on the waves. How do we earn your treasure? Well, that would again be giving up the tricks, wouldn't it? Mm. That's for you to figure out and for me to know and keep to myself until <laughs> you stumble across the solution. So if we break your cage, will you die? No, and you can't break this cage. I want to walk around. Really? Yeah. Go ahead and try. I won't be mad at you. I take my old thumper and I hit the uh, glass case. All right. Uh, I won't make you roll for an attack here. Like this is okay. the closest to hitting the broadside of a barn that you can get without literally doing that. And I will help you run to a barn later. <laughs> you smash the glass, it shatters into the case, cracks all over, and then in a second or two, it flings itself back together, reassembles, and all the cracks seal up. You see, you can't be breaking the case. Ah, that was not true. The case was broken, it was just repaired I, in reverse. Yeah, maybe this is the treasure. I want to smash it with my staff. <laughs> a small crack appears, and then it seals up. It takes a raven bar and smash it. <laughs> a similar effect to what nines had happened. smashing it. And it, the faster you smash it, the faster it repairs itself. I go to the other side of Olsap to keep smashing it. I'm going to go look at the door while they're just wailing at <laughs> We are having great fun smashing your glass. Well, I'm glad it's entertaining for you. Every once in a while, a traveler comes down here looking for things and then just gets angry and starts smashing me glass. Well, it isn't at least that we are you angry. two this seem is to be having fun. fun with it. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to. Well, I mad when I break her glasses. <laughs> I would like to inspect the door. All right, uh, roll an investigation check. Guidance. Mm -hmm. This would be a great time to get an F one. I didn't. Uh, Ten total. All right. Um, you look about the door, and you can't see anything that's particularly remarkable about it. You do, with your knowledge of the arcane, notice that there are uh, runes inscribed into 
very delicately and very um, subtly the sides of this door. As there's some panels that kind of recede and Ned that have bars to reinforce it all uh, along some of the edges. There's very tiny little arcane. Can I inspect those closer and see if I can identify like school of magic or any information about them? Go ahead, roll an arcana check. Guidance. Um, 15. All right. As you, as you investigate here, um, there's mixtures of transmutation, illusion, and a bit of evocation. You can tell that there are many spells enchanted on this door, all working together somehow. But you can't discern exactly what what all the like arcane mechanisms here are. What? Cogdo. Uh, I'll look at the door and say, Bella. <laughs> That's Elvin for friend. Nothing happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just checking. You guys have any ideas, or do you want me to keep going with random ideas? <laughs> oh, we're having great oh, fun. I'm just busy smashing Ira's glass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I put the joke in here. <laughs> I was wondering if one of you would stumble into it. And there you go. There you go. We'll tag him in the clip. <laughs> I, and he will be if he if for some reason he looks at it he'll just be like what what I, is happening i would like to change myself to look identical to ira to just turn myself into ira and clothes okay. and all now he'll really be confused when he watches this because he's a dwarf correct mm -hmm. okay yeah and i'll touch the door Nothing happens. Okay. I'll try that. Is there a handle? Mm -mm. No handle. No, nope, the doors are completely flush. Well, nice. Other than smashing this glass over and over and over and over again, do you have any ideas about what we might do? Well, what if we st stop the glass? Like, knock it on the ground and step on it. I like catch a shard. Yeah. Can I inspect the room he's in inside the glass? See what his like furniture and what belongings he has in there. It seems to be uh, the sort of thing that you would expect in a very small but very well pointed house. Nothing particularly unusual, other than there's nothing to eat and. Other than that, just a bunch of nice furniture. Ira? Yes. May we join your crew? I don't really have a crew to join. Ah, would you like to have a crew? I bet you miss having a crew. 
Well, I admit, I do miss having a crew. Mm-hmm. Ah, those were some of my best days, sailing the waters, ah, free as I could be. Yeah, but you're not free now. No, but I'm also not particularly capable of thinking very complex thoughts. Uh. I mostly respond to individuals. That's the the enchanting nature of my existence. What a weird way of phrasing that. <laughs> I, I've had to phrase this many times, so eventually you find some interesting ways to talk about your own existence. Uh, so once again, would you like to have a crew? Oh, I wish that I could, but I can't. Hmm. So I should pass. <clears throat> Thank you for the offer, though. Will, will you please open the door? Uh, no. Is there is there a branch of safety ink nearby? We have to go there and ask a bunch of irrelevant questions <laughs> uh, to people who have no clue what we are talking about because we seem to be at that sort of impasse again. Well, I'll sit down and just be ritual casting detect magic so I can scan over the whole room. But it takes ten minutes, so okay. Ira, hey, what do you think happened to Ferdin? <laughs> who? Why does no one in this cave know who he is? They're thousands of years old. Why can't we go into a more recent cave? A <laughs> <laughs> more hip and recent cave. One that knows the Snapchats. Well, we we wait. Do you want to beat on the glass again for 10 minutes? <laughs> you guys can try stuff. Well, I'm not... Wait. Um... How would you open the doors? Who did you ask that to? Ira. Ira? Unless Bob wants to tell me. Well, I would open the doors by solving the puzzle of this room. That's what I would do. So this is escape room? Uh, I suppose you could think about getting out of here as escaping. How many other people solve this puzzle? Oh, only, only five. Hmm. But they were all cheaters, they were. Wait, we can cheat at this? Of course you can cheat. This is a pirate's cave. Ah. So I, I look around the entire room to see if there's anything, any kind of writing, any glyphs, any items, any anything at all you i have 10 minutes to do that so you notice that there's um some not particularly special or amazing looking but um you know illustrative tapestries hanging in places around the walls Mm -hmm. i look behind them there's nothing but the rock walls behind them. What do they depict? I take a look at the tapestries. What are the tapestries? The tapestries are depicting, given the context, and I'll save you some like questioning and uh, things here. Given the context, you're fairly certain that these depict moments of Ira's life, uh, particularly grand or accomplished moments. They're, um, you know, as many tapestries would. And they they all seem to be reflecting 
some great accomplishment in Iris' life. Hey, Arrow, what does this tapestry mean? Ah, uh, that one's one of my favorites. That is depicting the time that I captured the RNS Fleurage. What's that? Oh, that was the Royal Navy ship of, well, what at the time was Martinet. I don't know if it's still around, come to think of it. Okay, what's happening in this tapestry? In that one? Well, <laughs> that's one of me conquests of love. That Ooh. is very graphic. No, oh. it, it's he's sort of uh, holding the hand of uh, what appears to be a halfling woman swooning. What was her name? Oh, she was the princess of Perlinen. Her name was Rosanna. Perlinen? I haven't ever heard of the country. No. They lived in the swamp. I well, lived in the woods, not the swamp. I guess Although I do not do mind change. swamps. Swamps are fine. Princess of Perlinen. Rosanna. Rosanna. Okay, what's happening in this tapestry? Ah. Uh, that is the one where I'm capturing the CCS Trivalin. You captured a lot of ships. Oh, I captured many, but there are only three I was particularly proud of. Oh, is that what the last one is? Yes, although it isn't the last tapestry in the room. This is the oh, capturing the one. of the INS Jutgein. Where was that one from? <laughs> that one was from the Carmarian Empire. Yeah, we know that's one. Okay, what's happening in this tapestry? That one is where I invented a bag that can hold many, 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 many more things than could possibly fit in its space. You invented those? Of course I did. And anyone who tells you otherwise is a liar. Ah. Can I do an insight check on a delusion? Yeah, of course. This is uh, like a very powerful enchantment. To, uh, essentially, this is like an intelligent space. Well, I got a six, so I believe him. <laughs> I have oh, a... what does this tapestry talk about? Oh, that one over there. That one. Well, if you get down there, you'll learn more about it. I have the deed to a plot of land that's <laughs> a bit of a thorn in somebody's side. <laughs> oh. Well, they're probably long since dead, but I'll always remember uh, Lord Bakshir. He was a right trashy asshole. Never cared for him, and he always tried to cheat at card games, and I'd catch him every time. And in one of these card games, I took the deed to his private estate. Never moved in, just left it empty and kicked him out of it. <laughs> I like that. What happened to this tapestry? 
That one over there is when I found a very special little bell. Hmm. What happened with the bell? Did it play a fun song? It would play many songs, but never the same one twice. Ah. And what I happened? I remember a bell like that. I bequeathed it to my first mate when I died. Was he a turtle? No. Well, the first mate at the time was a dwarf like myself. Who was Otto's captain? I, I'd have to go back way in the notes. Um, but I'm still. Oh, you do that? What's happening in this tapestry? <laughs> this is the last one in the room now. Ah, that one is simply me, an illustration of all my grand accomplishments. You see my sword in flames there? That was one of my signatures. And that one there, that lantern, oh, it showed me the way and kept me safe at night. And of course, my glorious hat, which I done stitched myself. Of course, the real me wouldn't let me have it in here. He said only one person be fit to wear that cap. Not even me illusion is good enough. <laughs> interesting, interesting. How do you open that door? Oh, well, it seems like you're kind of close to finding out. Where was it that you found the bell? I found that bell at a wayward carnival. Many thousands of years ago, it seems. But you lose track of time, so I have no idea how long it's really been. Ah. Did you find it there, or did you win it in a carnival game? I found it. Hmm. I did not win it. I admittedly was never very good at those sorts of games a chance, you see. Hmm. I think when that you say they you found it, do you mean you just stole it from someone? No. In one of my rare moments, I didn't steal it. Hmm. Instead, I had walked into a tent looking to see what was inside, and I found an old woman who said that it belonged to me now. She handed me the bell and then ushered me off, and I left without questioning, and the bell was so enchanting that it seemed to enlighten my soul. I think Otto's captain was named Isabella. Hmm, that was the child of my first mate. Deep lore. Is there by any chance a place where it looks like there should be a tapestry, but there's not? No, you've gone through all of them that are here. <laughs> Am I done casting a spell? Yeah. All right, before I get into that, I have one question. Where was Perlinen located? You are good with charts. Perlinen was... A few hundred nautical miles north and east of the Costarian borders. A long, slender stretch of land filled with halflings, gnomes, and generally small folk for the most part, although there are a fair number of humans, elves, occasional dwarf, and quite a few oh, Aracocra that set up there. Did Rosanna ever make you a spice cake? Oh, she was the best of making a spice cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doubt. Don't doubt Rosanna's spice cake recipe. Twas the best there ever was. Hey, where'd you get that flaming sword, anyway? 
that I won it in a game of deadly chance. Mm. Some might call it a duel. <laughs> what did I do? Was I'll that a joke? I did not get that joke. <laughs> I, I give a bit of a dark side to me. I would like to use my detect magic to search through the room now that I have a cast. The only place that you are detecting any magic is the place you already knew there was magic. The door. The door and the glass enclosure. Right. Nowhere else is emanating any sense of magic. And I can read the type of magic. I assume the glass case is really strong enchantment based on what we've heard. Oh, yes. Is the what sort of magic am I seeing come off the door? Uh, I mean, you already figured out okay. the magics that are emanating off that door. Transmutation, illusion, evocation. Yes. Um, I'm going to try and walk through the door. Okay, it's solid. It's and solid, okay. You bump into it. You bump into it, yeah. You're not able to move it. Look at the snow tapestry of your death. Well, it wasn't one of my proudest moments. It's not much of an accomplishment to do the things that all mortals must do. How did you die? I died of old age. How old that were you? That is boring. I believe I reached the age of 473. I suppose I could have lived longer if I'd taken better care of my health, but I did enjoy smoking my pipe quite a bit. Is there any magic coming off any of the tapestries? No, they're, they all seem to be just normal tapestries and very well preserved by the nature of the room and it being underground, quite, you know, not super dry, but not incredibly humid. I mean, it's just very climate controlled in here, basically. Uh, may we come into your cube? No one may enter my cube, but not because I wouldn't be having guests. Simply part of how this magic works. Is it flush on the floor or up on a pedestal? Like, how is it? Is it just sitting on the ground? It's just sitting on the ground. Okay. And, I mean, even the furniture, the glass is on the bottom, too. It's completely encased. Mm-hmm. So, you who are not Ira, but are. Yes. Imagine that you were trapped inside of a glass cube. <laughs> well, that's fairly easy, isn't it? <laughs> How would you get out? How would I get out? Well, since I know you've been talking to the Sphinx, I'm guessing you're expecting me to say, imagine that you're not in there anymore, or just simply stop imagining. Well, I'm still here, aren't I? Well, how would you get out? And how much do you weigh? At the moment, I suppose I weigh nothing. Hmm. And how I would get out is uh, resign myself to the fact that I can't leave, no matter how intelligent of an enchantment I am, and amuse myself when the occasional traveler comes by and attempts to get through my door. Hmm. You find that amusing? Oh, yes, because they either fail and get hilariously angry at me, or they solve the riddle and then I feel really good about myself. I want to look behind the bag of holding. Why why would you feel good about yourself if they got through? Well, if I told you that, then I'd be giving away the trick, wouldn't I? Yes, that's why I'm asking. (laughs) Indeed. 
You look behind the bag of holding? Yeah, the one that seems like the only fake one. Um, it's... Still. It's still... Yeah, like it's a normal tapestry. Okay. Hmm. That seemed like the only one that was fake, so... Why don't you try sticking your hand into the uh, bag of holding us into tapestry? Okay. I do not see any magic off of it. No, it's not magical. I mean, I almost wish that I'd put that in because that would have been really hilarious. I, I, what I, here's <laughs> I would, what I do. Like, well, I sort of regret not putting that in, is, but, it, but I did not. This is what I do. Well, Nines is behind me. I'll pretend to stick my hand in and then go like, Ah, Nines, why would you tell me to do that? And this wonderful connection brought to you again by AT&T. We broke nines. We broke. We broke him up. You owe me. You owe me a new hand, nines. Never. I give Ishmael a hand. Classic internet. Um. Is there a code word we need to open? Well, he said he got pretty close after we went through the whole tapestry. Yeah. Mumble still skin. Mumble what? I'm going to say. Pandora's box. Old Ringy. That was the name of the bell, according to Otto. Oh, that was the name of the bell, yeah. Oh, I was trying it as like a, a, a code word to open the door. Is there sort of a code word per se to open the door? Okay. Nah, per se. Uh, no, again. <laughs> Do we need to share some of our treasure with you in the spirit of piracy? No, although I wouldn't be saying no to the treasure were I still alive. Uh, coins and magical items are wonderful for the living and uh, less interesting for the long since deceased. Can I look at the tapestries in hey, the Bob, reflection do you have any questions? of the glass? Uh, what was your question? I want to look at the tapestries in the reflection of the glass. To see if they're the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there, there's no... Uh, uh, I'll put this out there to help sort of rein things in. There, there's no trickery going on with the tapestries. The tapestries okay. are just tapestries. You're getting no sense of magic off of that. Um, okay. So th there's nothing there. And you were asking? Well, I don't have so many questions. So I'm going to say if Bob had any ideas. But uh, this is all very impressive, to say the least. Just sitting here and admiring his accomplishments. I've been a pirate captain for, well, 10 years now, and haven't managed to accomplish near half as much as he had in his first five. Truly an idol to uh, look up to. You're I right, suppose. he's actually a very good pirate. Aye, that'd be true. Truly the greatest You're pirate. a really good pirate, Ira. Hey. I was a really good pirate, wasn't I? You were I? honestly the greatest. We've been around, it was thousands of years ago that you sailed and no one stopped you. I wish I could say that surprises me, but it doesn't. Having met you, it doesn't surprise us either, right? Oh no, we are overwhelmed with 
your greatness. Most things these days are prepared to take on pirates Man, like I've been me. Hearing... <laughs> what was that, Nines? Nines is. Man, we were hearing stories just thousands of years after you died. It's really amazing. Oh, yes. The tales of me accomplishments pro probably never be topped because after I accomplished them, everyone set out to make sure nobody else could. And so it's unlikely to see anyone else uh, do those things. But maybe, looks over at Bob, but one day, some of you might figure out your own bags of tricks. <laughs> but I think I've heard enough now. Y'all been very kind. And you may move on. And he waves behind him and the door is open. Did I just have to compliment him? <laughs> Oh, that's... that's a testament to vanity. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest pirate that ever lived and knew his own legacy. I thought that might be an interesting way to get into. That was that was very good figuring that out. <laughs> yeah, nice. Or really. accidentally coming onto it, or just screwing around. However. <laughs> well, um. Behind the doors that are now open, there is... After I smash Iris glass again. <laughs> One oh, do please enjoy that as much <laughs> as you care to. You're well uh, earned. I'm kind of bored of it now. Mm -hmm. uh, there is uh, another, you know, trapdoor stairway like all the ones before. Uh, are there any more traps on the way down from here on out? Are there any more traps? Well... Since you earned the right to go down below, I don't believe there are any more traps. At least none that I laid, but I can't speak for any souls that come before you. Any of the five? No. They might have done something now right nasty, but I can't be sure. Okay. You see, I'm trapped in this room. I don't know much of the goings-on outside. Well, head down and I'll keep checking for traps. Right. Do you even got the names of any of the five that got down there? I can't remember if I asked it or not. I've cursed their names and refused to utter them and hope that they're rotting in their graves. Oh, do you want us to come back and confirm if they're dead? Oh, sure. You're the first that honestly made it way through here. Hmm. What did the others do to get through? They already knew all the tricks. They were the bastard sons and daughters of all the people that built McCrypt, and they oh. came to loot it. So I curse their names and their graves. Hmm. I'm perfectly fine letting the treasure go on to those that earn it honestly. See, that's part of piracy. You do have to earn what you win. That's fair. Oh, that's pirate fair. Yeah. The best kind of fair. Do you play it to stack these? <laughs> I never did much care for the game myself. Oh, okay. Being on the water makes it a right tricky game to play. Yes. You know someone who was good at to stack these on the water? I never met someone who was, no. Have you met anyone who is? No. No. Not yet. Well. I have practiced it, yeah. Maybe you'll be getting so good one day, you might have your own crypt, all themed around Tastaxis. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> then he can found a Tastaxis Academy. On an island. 
Alright, I will continue checking for traps as we head down, unless we have anything else. And Bob will continue to open the doors. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Bob opens the door to the floor below. And as you enter the floor below, instantly, the air in the room is uncomfortable to breathe. It's filled with the smell of sulfur and oxide. It burns your throat as it passes through and your nostrils sting. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, folks, because uh, our dog's losing her shit upstairs. So we'll be back in just a minute. Thanks. Alright, everyone. Sorry about that. Uh, got the dog upstairs and she was fighting with the cats. So we had to just Who clean won? that up. Uh, nobody. Nobody won. That is a classic cat war right there. <laughs> <laughs> Mutually assured destruction. So we just had to go clean that up. Um, Alright. When we uh, broke for uh, fighting... <laughs> Uh, you guys have just entered the room where the smell of sulfur and oxide um, hit your nostrils, and it was uh, very hard and a bit painful to breathe. That's where we left off. Yeah. So. Well, it is difficult <laughs> to breathe in here. The air stinks. <gasps> the, <coughs> the air is also a little bit smoky. Not very thick, but a little smoky. And as you um, start kind of coming to your senses and getting used to as much as you can this air, um, you see this great bony nose that's leaning and landing on this small plat, this small room that you're in. And you look out and you see this huge skeleton laid out in front of you, surrounded by bubbling dark red liquid. What does you the- think that's a guy, the thing that he warned us about? The not scaly thing? Me, what does it look like? From the little bit that you can see in the room that you're in? Um, given that you've seen dragons before, you recognize the general shape. The general shape. Uh, this is just massive. It's about 200 feet long. And it's a skeleton. And it's a skeleton. We know about those sorts of things. And <laughs> it is... The, the room barely contains it. Is there any other way 
Well, we're looking at this room with this gigantic skeleton surrounded by bubbling red something. Is there any way around it? Is there another way out? Um, on the other side of the room, you can kind of see the familiar outcropping of a trap door. The trap door, yes. Yeah, we've we've come to. Is there any? Can we see any path immediately in front of us that goes not into what I'm assuming is lava? Well, there's um, not much heat off of it. Like you're not getting. So if this were a room filled with lava, you'd already be on fire. Right. So okay, we're not like burning. You're not burning. It. This red liquid looks a lot like. Um, it, it looks a lot like blood, but like this really thick, incredibly viscous kind of blood. Yeah, it's not raspberry jam. Hey, Captain, stick your finger no. in that. Um, I think I, I'll pass on that. I'm going to take one of my bottles uh-huh. and see if I can. Well, first off, right. I'll dip the tip of the like the flask sure. in the in the blood in the blood sure, yeah. stuff to see if it like holds up. Yeah, it doesn't melt. Okay. If that's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't melt. It holds up. Can I try and fill a bottle very carefully? Um Yeah, sure. Why don't you roll a dexterity check? Then I'll give myself guidance if I'm doing this. Yeah, go right ahead. I dropped it, so I'll roll this deck. Nat 20. You three. were just complaining how you hadn't rolled a nat 20 in a while. Uh, 24 total. You're able to fill... Um, several bottles. Sev- you're able to fill several bottles, sure. <laughs> how many bottles? What did you use that for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> have a Even inside the bottle, it it's like kind of... Quietly boiling and bubbling and um, spitting up little gases inside of it. How, how many bottles do I get? Four. Four bottles, okay. Yes, you get four bottles. Um. Well, now you have four bottles of bubbly red things. Should I write dragon blood? Um. Dragon raspberry puree. Kicker. You you're not sure what it is yet. I I mean I know what it is, but I don't I don't necessarily want to tell you because takes a little work to figure out. You'll have somebody to talk to Dole about later. So, as we're looking in this room, what we see this giant skeleton. Does yeah. the skeleton go like completely across this bubbly red stuff? It does. Yeah. You yeah. could in theory, walk across the skeleton to get to the other side. Ah, that is almost as good as crossing the road. Does it look like there's any loose bone that I can take? (laughs) Or are they just real massive chunks? There's not a small bone to be found here. I want to try and get one of the teeth off of the front. Um... The teeth are as large as you, basically. Oh, it's that big. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a 200-foot dragon <laughs> from 
nose to tail. This thing is maybe one of the largest dragons to have ever lived. I wonder how they got this thing down here. Ma magic, probably. Mm -hmm. I wonder why it died. Probably got stuck in a cave. Uh huh. With a box of scraps? <laughs> I'm gonna start walking across the skeleton carefully. All right. As you begin to and walk over the skeleton. Come alive. Um, oh, what are the odds? <laughs> pretty good in this dungeon. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. There are. I would actually say most of the skeletons have been moving in this. Uh, I would say this dungeon. So like probably all this of them do. so far. Have been, yeah. Yeah. The eight skeletons that we fought, the four in our bodies. <laughs> oh, there's a skeleton I inside. I think the Sphinx had a skeleton. Yeah, that one too. We don't know that. We no, never asked. That could have no. been jelly. We could ask on the way back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you move your way across the skeleton, getting further out into this lake of liquid, there are the, the stench of um, sulfur in particular becomes more and more potent. And you start to see little bubbles burst and little flames appear where they uh, pop. Just all around you. And as you get out onto its ribs, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. All of us? Are you all following her? I am. Is Bob? Uh, Bob's going along with you guys, so if y'all are crossing, he'll cross with you. 14. Oh, let's go across. That one. <laughs> oh no. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, six. It's at least a five after All right. you. No, we stayed else. behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, you all take everyone except Soria who made it. Uh, all of you take, uh, and the captain made it too. Because that, that's kind of dexterity saving throws are a bit of a specialty for him. So the two of us. So the. Everyone two of except you. the <laughs> <Yeah>. two of you. <laughs> yeah, the two of Everybody. you. Everybody. Everyone except, uh, except half of you. <laughs> take <laughs> take two points of damage. Sorry, you only take one. Is it like fire damage? Yeah, it's fire damage. You're all a little Eat. singed. So I take one still? You, you'll still take one, yeah. So this liquid that was not hot before when we started is now getting hot. Well, I think it was oh, hot. It didn't, I didn't say it wasn't hot. I just said it wasn't lava. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between not hot and not lava. And liquid rock. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And bubbly red fire spouting things. Yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely not lava. That is not what this liquid is. But it still it's, is it's molten, active. Molten sulfur. And maybe it might be. It is active. I'll ask Dole about it later. Mm-hmm. Or do you want me to ask him while we're walking across no, the let's keep, as let's, you let's let's get across this quickly. All right. As you cross the rest of the skeleton, you get a little bit more adept at noticing these flame bursts 
watching for bubbles rising out of the goo. And you're able to step safely onto the other side. Hmm. Giant skeleton dragon bridge. Yeah. Can we Pretty go to trap cool. door now? All right. Let's open. Yes, I'm very much in favor of that. Let's go down. As he's already swinging the door open. <laughs> <laughs> and you step down into another very large room. You'd say this is probably. Um, 600 feet long. There's very clear, and it's all very well lit in here. Mm. And there's very clear water in a sealed basin. There's no, like, tunnel out of here other than the one you came in. Um, and you see this, like, crystal clear water it's making a uh, guessing 15 foot deep pool and you can see straight to the bottom of it and there's four four ships floating there do we recognize any of them from the tapestry yes nice you do you recognize the hulls of the rns florage the ins utgain and the ccs trevalin and the last one you do not recognize. Hmm. What's its name? If it's on the bow, it is not on the bow. Is it on the stern? The stern is on the far side. Oh. What's that? Uh, do you want me to keep checking for traps, or should we just? Yeah, we should check for traps. All right, I'll check for traps as we walk towards the stern. Uh, that ship is all the way at the end of this room. Hmm. Um. So, do you want to go to the end of the room? Uh, we'll slowly walk down the room unless you tell us something else is visible. <laughs> so we're walking, we can walk around this... Oh, there's there's many things. I wasn't quite done with the description oh, okay. of this room yet. When uh, you guys asked about the ships. They are on your left side entering in, where there's basically this very large, uh, modestly deep pool holding these four ships. All of them looking a little mm, in need of some TLC at this point. Their sails are a little rotted and um, dust covered. But considering the age that you know all these ships must be, they're in quite good shape. Down the center of this room is a walkway. Roughly 15 feet wide. Plenty to stroll down and admire all of the sights. On your right, however, the walls are lined with chests, piled high on shelves. There are several portraits hanging from the wall, none of them of people that you recognize, um, and all but one of them um, having been either uh, torn or otherwise damaged, and quite a few more having been removed entirely, unsure of their contents now. Only the frames remain. The, the one that remains that's in good condition is a dwarf, and she wields a giant axe, 
peering over uh, what seems to be the ocean beneath her in this portrait. As she stands atop a small cliff. The right side of this room continues down with chests, some barrels. All of them seem to be opened and empty. But you said you wanted to look for traps. Mm -hmm. So, uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Guidance. Mm -hmm. uh, 17. You look carefully around this room and you don't notice, you don't notice any traps. You don't see any signs that anything has been rigged to um, deter you. But you do see um, a little bit of debris as a chest has been pulled off of a shelf. And underneath it, you find uh, a little bell. And no, it doesn't look like that one. Oh. Um, it's, it, it's a handbell, one you might ring for, say, a choir performance or something like that. Um, how long did it take us to get to the here from when I cast Detect Magic? Uh, it's been from up there in um, Ira's room. Mm -hmm. It's probably been uh, half hour, okay, 40 minutes so or so. Okay, so my Detect Magic's gone. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can ritual cast it again yeah. if you'd like to take 10 minutes. But I don't... I don't see any traps. I found this bell. Does yeah. it ring? Uh, maybe, but I don't know if it's safe to just ring it. Mm. Why not? It's instrument. Play it. No. <laughs> I'll play it. I don't. No. You look <laughs> at the ship. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna detect magic in here, and make sure nothing's gonna explode. Because this place has been looted, and the looters might have left traps. <laughs> I want to bring traps down here. <laughs> I'm going to be ritual casting. Why don't you go check out that nice, pretty ship? Come on, let's, let's, let's check out ship. Let us go. Yes, we will go to the... No, we have to detect traps along the way as we walk toward the end of the walkway. Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Trustworthy! I'll detect traps Pirates on the way. said there were no traps left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As yeah. we walk along uh, to see the name of the, of the last ship. As you get close, um, who wants to make the investigation check for any traps? I'll take a look. Okay. That would be um, 10. You don't see any along the way. And as you get close, um, within about a hundred feet or so, Bob says, I don't need to see the back of the ship to know what it is now. It's certainly old and in need of repair. Probably not even seaworthy anymore, but that must be the most famous ship in pirate history. That's the Unity. The Unity. 
That was Iris' ship. Ira had a code for pirates. So, take from those who take from us all, and share amongst those who do the work. And he named his ship the Unity. Well, that is a very good code. It is much shorter than my code, but it is nonetheless a good code. <sighs> I never, I never dreamed I'd lay eyes on her. Uh, I'm sorry, this is <clears throat> a little emotional for me. I, uh, I'm not usually one to be quite so moved by things, but this is the ship that set uh, modern piracy as what it is. Huh. If you don't mind, um, I think I'd like to go aboard. And there are some, there are like little uh, strips of dock that go out and ladders to climb up. It seems like it's meant to be done. To all of the ships? Yeah, to said? all the ships. Oh. All of the ships have these little dock runs mm -hmm. out to the sides and then uh, ladders to climb up. This is, as far as you can tell, a trophy room. I watch, I watch Bob do that. He clambers off, uh, you know, a few dozen feet away now, climbs up the ladder and immediately runs back to, well, the flying bridge and takes a hold of the wheel. And he just sort of seems to gaze off into the distance and be lost in his thoughts. I'm gonna snoop around. Okay. Check I down around the ship and just look around the hold. There's, um, there's basically nothing here. This is, since you guys have been to a museum, this feels very much like a museum. Things are on display. There are no items of real working value. You walk through the ship and find that the there's only a few cannons left on it. And there's no powder, no no shots except for two or three piled up and to demonstrate how they might carry their weapons with them. It's all staged, but you can you can get a sense of what things were like. And it is the same way on each of the ships, the crew quarters and the kitchens decorated as they would have been when sailors were aboard. The officers' quarters um, also decorated as though there would have been sailors captaining these vessels. It's complete with the um, very wonderful state-like furniture that would have been found in such esteemed vessels. And they're even flying the flags of their native countries. And of course, you see Ira's personal flag flying at the mast of the Unity. What did it depict? It depicts a sword crossed with a scroll that seems to depict a contract. And behind it, 
a raised fist and then uh, a homestead in the background. Can I rummage around in the captain's quarters of the Unity? Yeah. Uh, everything, is, unlike what a normal museum would be, everything is completely accessible. There's no roped off areas or anything. Uh, rummaging around in the captain's quarters, you find that the um, drawers of desks are empty and most of the cabinets are. There's um, one outfit in a closet, and that closet is, it seems to be his personal closet. Uh, there's one, one coat hanging in there, and you get the sense that that's probably his coat from days as a captain. I reach into the pocket. There's nothing in there but a bit of lint. I take the lint. You have some lint. Man, Feel done. free to add that to your character sheet. <laughs> Am I done casting? You can be done casting, okay. yeah. Is the bell magic? Yeah, the bell is definitely magic. Okay. Um, let me pull up type of magic on that. While they're adventuring on the boats, I'm gonna walk through the right side of the room with my detect magic and make a thorough check to see if there's anything else that was missed. I'm just standing Both at the bottom of the gangplank guarding everybody against the incursion. Do you want to assist me in looking? I can look. Yeah, we could you can we can either both roll or when you assist you can either both roll or one person can roll with advantage Can roll with advantage. I'll assist you in lo you're looking especially since you're using Guidance guidance and magic and things. it is uh, transmutation magic. That's on the bell. Okay hmm. I'll identify it later Um all right, so you were helping her investigate, yes? Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead and roll with advantage uh, on an investigation check. And guidance. Just searching through all of this debris, I have to tech magic up. Yep. For 10 minutes. Not great. 15. Um, since this room is so long... I'm going to do two. Okay. Because, I mean, we're talking like 600 feet or so here. Yeah. While you're going down. Uh, you said 15? Mm-hmm. Okay. So going down the first part of the room, you... You find an, an ancient-looking scroll. It's in a case. Um that had like, it basically had fallen behind a chest and seemed to have been unnoticed. And it looks as though there may have been like a stand for it nearby because there's like a little pedestal and it looks like it might have fallen back behind it. Kind of like a, like a, <laughs> a decoration on top of a bookcase and it just falls down behind and now it's lost forever. <laughs> You know, uh -huh. it's sort of that situation. And inside this case, there's this ancient looking scroll. And 
you can see the script. You have no idea what it says. Is that a magic item? Is that glowing? It is not magic. Only about that thing that translates stuff. When you mm-hmm. open it up, because I'm guessing you kind of like unfurl it a little yeah, bit. As long, if it's not going to make it disintegrate, yeah. Um, looking just at the top here, there's, it looks to be a very formal script at the top. And there's a, like a watermark almost of a globe, like the globe, the world in the upper right corner of this scroll. And like I said, you can't read. You have no idea what this language is. Okay. It doesn't look familiar at all to you. You also um, find a slip of paper that had been actually crumpled and crushed underneath some other um, chests. And although you can't read it, it's written in a language that you just don't understand, you can make out that it seems to be a recipe of some sort, because you recognize what a recipe looks like, and this seems to match a lot of that format. Like, there's, you know, partial numbers with fractions of numbers written out, and, um... You just kind of, like, it seems to be a recipe. It looks like one. It's the spice cake recipe from the tapestry. So let's, uh, that's the first half of the room. Okay. Roll another investigation. you want me to assist you this time? Um, Guidance. I've only got a plus one. What do you have? Uh, plus three. I'll go for it. Oh. Uh, Make another check. Investigation, right? As you go down the sides of this room, you start to notice that there are levers. And as you count them, there are 26 of them in total. You also find a revivify potion, and it is labeled clearly as such. Okay. Has a label right on it. What does a revivify potion do? If it's the spell revivify, if someone dies and you get it into them within one minute of their death, it'll bring them back to life. With like one health point or hit point? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good thing. Um, who wants to hold Assuming on? Assuming it's actually a, what it says it is. We can authenticate it later. But do, should, I'll just be writing all the treasure down here. Mm-hmm. And there's 26 levers. Are the, the levers labeled at all? And, or was there more? Are so. they in a line? They, they are arranged? numbered from 1 to 26. Mm-hmm. They have nothing else there, though. Are they in like in a line? or? Yeah, basically. They're just down mm-hmm. the side of the wall. Are they all uh, up, down? They Separate. are all currently up. Okay. 
How's it going on the ship, Nines? I'm starting to think the treasure is the friends you made along the way. <laughs> Did, is that lint? <laughs> what was that? Is that lint? Yeah. Cool. It's Captain Lint. Free lint. Uh. Free lint. <laughs> what did you find? Oh. Lovers? Uh, I got a magic bell. I got an ancient scroll. That looks very formal. Uh, I think I got a recipe for spice cake and a revivify potion. Oh, cool. If we die, we'll come back. Once. <laughs> and we found 26 lovers all in a row. Yeah. Is that some sort of puzzle? Well, since this is a crypt and there's no body in here yet. Right? Right. Why don't you come down from the ship so we don't have to yell at you? No, I like shouting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'll come over to you anyway. I will make a guess. Yeah? That depending upon the alphabet used, that 26 may be the numbers of letters in the alphabet, and that these levers represent those, and we can use them to spell out words. How many letters are in the Glendrangan alphabet? For ease of being English-speaking humans, there are 26. What wow, that's convenient. Yeah. How many were there several thousand years ago? You don't know. <laughs> Do you think if these uh, things we found are related to the tapestries that this scroll is the deed he stole from Lord Bakshir? Mm, that could be. If, so if we keep it, does that mean it's ours? I mean, we have the deed, right? We'd have to read it. But there's a lectern for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We yeah. just have to go back. To a magic shop and <laughs> and and rent it. Well, if we have land, I mean, I assume that's valuable. God, I can't wait for us to kick some family off their property because we found a four hundred year old deed. Four thousand. We can kick his like great 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 grandkids off their property again. So is there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're pirates. This is our land now. <laughs> Um, all right. Is, is there a way out? You don't see any. What's near the levers? Um, not much. They're just sort of on their own. Can I inspect the one portrait a little closer? Sure. The dwarf lady. Is there looking for writing or any sort of like symbol hidden in it? Um... Not really. What's on the back of it? I like on the back of it. Is it stuck to the wall? No, you could you could remove the portrait. Alright, I'll pull the port well no one says you should pull the portrait down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll carefully lift the portrait up off of the hook that it's on. Alright. So you can look behind it mm -hmm. and then set it back again. There there's nothing on the back. I think mean, nothing that you would expect. Wow, yeah, you don't want to see the back of that. It's real messed up. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? All right, so we need a number or a series of numbers or, or letters. A word. Yeah. Well, the guy that's full of himself might just put his name as the code. 
Or Unity. His ship. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's try Ira, that's less levers. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled those down in that order. I R A. Do okay. I which, the, do I have to give you the numbers? Yeah, there's not letters here. There's numbers. I need oh, to know what numbers you pulled down. Friggin' alphabet numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say there is letters. I said there's numbers. I know, but it, it was just a shortcut saying I pulled the letters, <laughs> levers down with the numbers that correspond to the letters I R A. Okay. All of you watching out there, nothing will happen until we number the 26 letters. Hey, you guys, th this is your solution, not mine. So we're wrong. I didn't say that. But I don't hand out freebies if you are. As Ira said, you have to earn it. Later, we're going to look through the notes for this session. <laughs> it's going to be like half a page of just like A, B, C, <laughs> and then okay. one, two, three. Nine, 18, one. I pull those down in that order. When you pull nine down, you hear a mm -hmm. and then you start to hear gears whirring. Mm. And a gentle vibration through the floor. Do you still want to go and pull 18? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You pull 18, you hear a slightly louder. And then more gears start turning behind these walls, and the vibrations get stronger, the rumbling gets a little louder. This is, is it really good or it's really bad? Also, pull the last one. Wait, did he commit tax fraud? Should we do IRS instead? <laughs> I pull number one down. When you pull number one down, that you hear the loudest yet. And then roll a dexterity saving throw. And then the ground is vibrating more than ever. And you hear these gears and cogs turning and spinning and spinning up faster and faster and faster and faster and faster until they are moving at such a pace that the vibrations are like almost perfectly smooth now the whole room is vibrating in synchronicity the water drains out of the lake and the yeah. ships on that are held up there, uh, you find they're supported. Oh, okay. <laughs> and between the four ships, a panel opens, block dropping down and sliding away, revealing a staircase. Captain, I four think stairs! We... <laughs> hey, at least we get to look forward to going up them on our way out. Oh, oh, just shoot me now and revive me when we're at the top. Oh, stair climbing check. <laughs> Captain, do you want to come me. down with us? 
absolutely. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And well done on all of you for solving that puzzle. I appreciate you allowing me to take the time to just be in a bit of history. And he hops down from the ship and makes his way towards you. Soria, I want you to make a perception check. Guidance, or do I not know I'm doing it? Uh, you don't know you're doing it. You can roll with advantage, though. Oh, they're all pretty good. Uh, 25. You notice there's a loose leather bag that you hadn't seen before. It got shaken out when the room started to quake. Okay. Is it magic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Magic <sighs> leather bag. Well, how do I identify? Soria! Soria! Yeah? How deep is the bag? I'll open it up. Can't open it yet. Oh. I can't open it. Well, then we won't know how deep it is. It's... Uh, you try to untie it, and it just won't budge. All right. Well, we'll mess with all this stuff back on the stinky can, badger. Can you tell what kind of magic it is? Yeah, I should be able to identify the type of magic. Uh, this also is transmutation. Okay. All right. Bell, scroll, paper, potion, Lots of stuff. Let's head down to see Ira in person, maybe. This is definitely not a trap door. It's like a grand staircase. Oh, yeah. You head down. Is it? Well, it was all wet, right? So we slip down. Slide down on our Oh butt. no! We all break our necks. The, 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 stairs, <laughs> the stairs that are created are quite dry. Oh, that's nice. They were all hidden underneath the surface oh. of the water okay. and then rose up once the water was gone. They are quite dry and, well, as safe as any staircase is. Uh, have you seen some of the staircases we've been on? Uh, I have, yes. These are a little safer than those, actually. Oh. So yeah. I don't need to roll. And you go Not down this long down. <laughs> grand staircase. With each step you take, getting a little closer, lanterns light on the sides. Gentle, pleasant light. Are they stuck to the wall? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're stuck on the wall. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> and as you near the door, at the bottom, it swings open gently, letting you into... Perhaps a final room where you see a simple but elegant chair and a skeleton, fully clothed, wearing the garb of a pirate, adorned with a hat, sitting and looking at you. There are three pedestals on either side in this half-moon room that you have entered. And a couple of steps up to the top level. So that this skeleton may look just slightly down at all those who enter. I'll look for traps. Go ahead. <laughs> Guidance. Uh, 16. You see no traps. 
Is your detect magic still running? And you hear an eerie voice when you attempt to do this. You've reached this far. There'll be no traps here for those that earn it. I really hope we earned it. Did, did anyone else hear that here. ghostly voice? I heard a ghostly voice saying, did you earn it? Thank you, Ira. You're welcome. Uh, let's check out the pedestal. And the skeleton. All right. From your far right... The first pedestal has a piece of parchment on it. Written in a very old script, but one that you can read. It's old Glendragon. So although some of the words and structure of the grammar don't really make sense to you, Bob immediately knows what it is. <laughs> this is the actual written pirate code. I think... He must have written this himself by hand. He distributed it to all of his crew. It's the same same model that I follow today. Is it worth a lot? I'm sure it's not worth very much, but it is for pirates that still follow the old ways. One of the most valuable things that the world may ever know. I wouldn't feel right taking it. This uh, should be a pilgrimage site. Mm hmm. Be a wonderful pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah, you can only get to it on Tuesdays. And it kills most people. Yes. Tens of thousands of pirates could come here to not ever get to see this. <laughs> and, and rid them of oh, the, the pir piracy <laughs> problem. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The next one in. Um, it has a ring on it. Hi, Rock, can I have the ring? Is that magic? Yes, it is. What kind? Let me pull that up. I think we're free to take anything here, honestly. I don't think we need to bother with the code since it just says stuff that's widely known. It's a heirloom Pil worthy of a pilgrimage to Apparently. your certain death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Crap, why isn't it coming up right now? My. It's magic. It is magic. I will tell it to you in, uh, in a minute. Because <laughs> my connection is not working at the moment. We will put it with all the communal treasure and identify it on the ship. Um, you who are Bob, do you recognize this ring? No, I don't. I'm assuming it's one of Ira's personal effects. Um, but I don't recognize it. On the next pedestal over, moving now towards the center, right next to the skeletal remains of the pirate Lord Ira, there is a lantern. 
And that's magic? It too is magic. Probably the one from his uh, tapestry. So what did How he say about, about that one again? He said like it let him see something. A lantern helping you see something? Yeah. That doesn't uh, sound right. I just wrote he had a flaming sword and a lantern. Now, uh, do you want to skip on the way back? Skip over the skeleton to the other pedestals? No, I'll look at the skeleton too. It is Ira. He is wearing his full captain's regalia. Good bone structure. Um, with his hat, and just looks resplendent. Looks uh, for a skeleton, spitting image of what a pirate uh, hopes to be. Do I see anything magic on him? There's nothing magic on him. Ira, can I have your hat? There's another I wish to have it. Should I get it to them? He is here. Seth, I think he's definitely... It's probably Olsef, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, the one who, he's famous for hats and stuff and being a pirate. I mean it for the other pirate in the room. Do you know what his Dora, name is? you're a pirate? What? Do you know what his name is, Ira? Yes. What is it? He would not wish me oh. to say. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Is Why called... is everyone in this world so unhelpful? <laughs> he he wished to be called that scaled yeah. monster was very helpful. <laughs> yeah. I respect his wishes. I respect. <laughs> you mean you want me to have your hat? Yes. I wanted that hat. Oh, you who are the ghostly voice. There's <laughs> <laughs> not a response. <laughs> what is what is about the, tell us about this ring and lantern. They are part of my personal effects. Hmm. If we wish to take one or the other or both, would that be all right? Yes. I'll look at the last pedestal too. Uh, there's three more. Oh, there's three more pedestals? Yeah, there's three on each three side. On each side. Oh, on each side, okay. Yeah. The next one over to the left of the skeleton has a sword. I bet that's his flaming sword. Is that what, like a short sword, long sword? Uh, it's, it's actually a saber. So it's long and slightly curved. Magic, I assume. Yes, evocation. We'll probably give that to you all, Seth, but we'll identify everything. Mm -hmm. you're, unless you're not okay using a flaming sword. I do not know. I had no experience with such magical items. I have only had... I have only had uh, the, the weapons of Lanfiren. The... Did you expand your horizons, old Seth? I got this big club! Yeah. It is a large club. <laughs> I saw you smash a skeleton with it, almost effectively. And I have antlers. Almost. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so we can get all our 
treasures. Um, the next pedestal over has a small uh, featureless bust of a head and adorned on this head is a deep black cloak with gold embroidery. Dibs! Is it magic? Yes. I put it on. Conjuration. Um, you put it on and now you have a, a cloak. <laughs> that That's it. You. For now. You are, who are the disembodied voice of Ira? Yes. Could you tell us what this cloak that Nines has worn is about before it hurts him? It will not hurt him. Ah, that is good. These are my treasures given to those who earn them. Did mm. I earn this one? Yes. Else says it's fine. Yeah. Can you tell us what it does? Isn't it more fun to find out yourself? I have to do a bunch of research <laughs> when we get on the boat. <laughs> well, Nines, I hope you have fun with your cloak. Do you want me to identify it later, well, or do you want to just keep it as is? Yeah, we'll find out what happens. All right. What <laughs> last pedestal? <laughs> the last pedestal is um. I'm trying to figure out how best to describe this piece. It's a small piece of wood shaped like a handle. Like a uh, like doorknob a, opening thing, like a handle. Like a hot handle? No, um, okay, with a, uh, it's, there's supposed to be a little bit more mystery to this, but I can't describe it without basically just saying what it is. It It is part of a piece of a helm wheel. Ah. It's... Yeah, it's one of the... It's one of the grips. Mm -hmm. It is wooden and has a silver band at the bottom and a bright gold marker at the top. Hey, Bob, you were at the wheel of the Unity. Was that how the rest of them were? No. Is it magic? This would be the center peg. It, uh, it tells you when your rudder is sailing straight. It helps uh, make sure that you know where your center is and when you stop turning. Is, is it magic? You don't sense any magic off of it. Is this one of those pilgrimage things or can we take it? Take all of the items. Oh, even the code? You deserve them. We do deserve them. Mm. Yes, we're great. Play 
place them on your ship. And live up to my honor. Okay. I think it's gonna disappoint him when he finds out we don't actually have a ship. I think he was talking to me. Hmm. Oh, so you are the main character of this story? <laughs> Did you earn any of this? You did open many he got, doors. He got stabbed a lot. I I did get stabbed a great deal. I he got hit way more than I did. So yes, and open trap doors. Uh, so that is the. Hmm. Those are the contents of the room. We got a lot of stuff. I'll go grab that hat. And. As the captain picks up the uh, scroll and the hat and the wheel and the wheel piece, the room turns dark. Ah, this is ridiculous. All the lights go out. And after just a second or two, well, the lights come back on. Hmm. But you're not in the same room anymore. You find yourself back at the top where you first started. Do I still have my kidneys? <laughs> <laughs> we all right still have our front kidneys. of the door to go out. Hmm. And that's where we're going to end this session because it's been a very long session at this point. But we got through the dungeon. You got through the dungeon. We only and spent uh, twice as long as we should have trying to solve the tapestry puzzle. You you figured it out though. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad uh, I'm glad you did. And there was no guarantee that you would have found those levers. You no. ha- you yeah you had to have a high enough investigation. Oh, they were like hidden. Huh? Yeah. They were not obvious. So there's no guarantee that you'd get to the bottom of this. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of points where you could have not moved on. Do we have to identify this stuff on show? Um, we will. We will do next a little. Time. Yeah, next session we will do a little bit of a. Here's what you got. Because I'll assume I'll just sit there with Arcana and slowly yep. work it out. It, you, it, from uh, we'll, we'll just sort of bake that into the start of next session okay even though you're not quite back on the ship yet uh so i hope i hope the three of you had fun i hope oh, yeah, all, everyone awesome. watching uh had a good time watching this this was a fun one for me to run make this little dungeon um break up the adventure i always like doing that so hey we will see you guys next week We love you all very much. Stay safe and see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.